What is going on, everybody? It is episode 260 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Today's episode might be the best one yet, according to the main guest host in studio right now. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, everyone. Dane Font here. Marketing man extraordinaire and the patron saint of White by Summer and hyped out on this I don't want to say the name. You know, don't yeah, don't us. give them free product placement. Why do you think that today's episode is going to be the best one yet? I'm on like a different plane of existence. Okay. I'm like 60 pages deep on Ian's <laughs> book. This is Dane on No Sleep, All Caffeine. He's on one. Yep. And Ian's book. Yeah. And yes, Ian's book. He's reading it upside down, levitating. Pretty much. It's a psychedelic experience, let me tell you. <laughs> Love that for you. You're in your psychedelic era. Yes. <laughs> uh, down with that phrase. None of this. I'm in this era. It's it's cheesy and stupid sounding. Ever since it's you said you hate it, I'm gonna use be it using more. it a lot more. By the way, to add to your point, I just did an intro. No stumbles. None. Wow. Wow. Chat. Amazing. Chat. Are we good? Do we have a connection here? What's uh, wrong? I'm just double checking to make <laughs> sure that we've got. Is um, there a problem? I'm double checking. Chat, can you uh, can you check the chat, please? It's uh, there. Uh, it is. All right, we got it back moving. now. We got I it back. All right, we uh, it said not excellent connection. It said no data for a second there. We're good. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We are going to talk about Marvel and the absolute temerity, the gall that they had to submit a movie like Thor: Love and Thunder for not just one but many several different Oscars. It's, uh, it's bonkers, if you ask me. We are also going to talk about Rings of Whammon. I mean, power. Uh, this uh, An article uh, written by a, a guy from the, the Atlantic who uh, wrote an article about how there's not enough women in Rings of Power, which, uh, of course, made me laugh. But uh, the, we'll have to go through it. We're kind of going to go through it paragraph by paragraph. Uh, it's very, very funny. We're also going to talk about some DC updates. We've got the first look image at Joker, uh, at Joker 2, as well as some updates from James Gunn about Superman, uh, Green Lantern and a bunch of other stuff. So we will get into that. We are also going to talk about Margot Robbie and uh, the double standard that goes on in our society. That might be a little bit hyperbolic. I actually think it is hyperbolic. But she allegedly assaulted yeah. yes. Brad Pitt. Yes. So we are going to talk about that, and then we are going to talk about Elon Musk, Mark Ruffalo. What does it all mean? We will we will get into all of that. So if you guys are ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? We're ready. Dane, are we ready? I am. Can we turn my headphones down a bit? Uh, it, give me one second. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I love that you're tapping your head like that. Yeah, this. <laughs> These ones down, please. Uh, you sound fine to me right now. I'm headphones down. Oh, oh the okay. Volume, yeah. Good? Yeah, good. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully no tech issues today, guys. Almost wish we could have checked that before the show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 guys. I mean, we attempted yep. that. Uh, Dane, just uh, you know, see something, say something. Should have should have said something before the show. <laughs> it's your fault. Hear, hear nothing, say nothing. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it was like well, no thing. He heard too much, and he, and he didn't say anything. It makes no sense. So we got uh, we we'll just get right into it. Dane threw me off. This is all his fault. But we we're just anyways <laughs> agreed. We so the internet is clowning on Marvel right now, which you know we love. We are not DC fanboys, as Brett is called often. But uh, Marvel is getting bullied, cyberbullied, for putting in submissions for Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Wakanda Forever, and Thor Love and Thunder for the following. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor and Actress, 
they've also got best cinematography, best film editing, costume design, many other considerations right now that they've just made public and the internet is roasting them for it because Thor Love and Thunder is the most laughably embarrassing release they've had this year. Especially when you compare it to Wakanda Forever. Most of the replies are saying Wakanda Forever is the only movie they've put out this year even close to worthy of consideration for an Oscar. Well, the first question then we should ask is um, what the hell qualifies something for an Oscar anyways other than to be pretentious? I mean, my question is why do we care about getting Oscars anyway? <laughs> yes, what? I mean, my... Anymore. Like, what does an Oscar mean? And why would a Marvel film even want that kind of recognition? I'm in my Oscar era. That's what... That's Is that what... Uh, uh, Leo said when he won his Oscar for Re- The Revenant. So like, I'm in my Oscar. It was weirdly era. anticlimactic when Leo did get his Oscar. Yeah, for, I, for well, the bear yeah, they, movie. Just, they forced it. They're like, we have to give it to him eventually, otherwise he'll never shut up about this. Yeah, uh, every year. Uh, so submitting for visual effects for Love and Thunder is bad. Submitting for Best Picture is beyond parody. No Marvel <laughs> film has ever won Best Picture. The only Marvel film that, to my knowledge, has gotten any Oscars has been the original Black Panther. They got it for production design, costume design, and score. They also, uh, they did get an, uh, they did get a a Golden Globe nomination for Wakanda Forever for Angela Bassett. Yeah, a lot of people said that supporting actress for Angela Bassett is the only nomination here that would make sense. What would be the, I I keep thinking, so when I think about this story, I think of like, what would be the significance of actually having these movies for the best picture awards because historically at least for me my perception is the oscars at least back in like the early 2000s or 90s when i used to give a damn about them was pictures you probably missed yeah that you didn't see but but are pretty good but here, here's the thing. Then for a long time, people would say, well, they don't ever nominate these movies because there's a bias against them because they're superhero films. Now, that was said in conjunction with things like The Dark Knight or movies that people felt were actually Oscar worthy. Yeah. Um, if anything, the tide has turned on that because there is a yeah. bias toward anything that's a Disney property. Yeah. I don't want a critics. popcorn flick there. I, I, I have, don't know if that's the snooty side of me, but the uh, turn your brain off and just be entertained movie doesn't feel Oscar worthy to the, I, I guess the standards that I'm putting it, but did maybe. you watch Thor love and thunder? Yeah. I saw it with you. You did. Yeah. We all went. Oh, there were a lot of people there. Yeah. Brett didn't see it, which surprised me. I just remembered that. Yeah. I had something going on. If, that day. if you had, I think that you would be even more flabbergasted that they would think this is Oscar worthy because the VFX were terrible. Well, they also the score terrible they've also nominated it for best director and everyone understood that the, this was even even chris hemsworth said that this was ridiculous on the part of taika watiti because they kind of ruined the character and it became way too jokey in parts that don't i mean marvel is always too jokey the, in parts well yeah that don't the tone jokes, of thor but, love and thunder was all over the place because yeah. they're dealing with this storyline of a character that's dying of cancer but at the same time it's like screaming goats you don't know if it's supposed to be for kids or adults because they're using bad language and showing nudity. Well, it's but, all supposed to be. It's all for adults now because the pleasures of being a single all for father. Too. Extended adolescence, yeah. basically. Yep. The tone was schizophrenic, <laughs> to say the least. It and really was everywhere. Also, I want to point out that now it's almost a, a rule across the board that Marvel effects are bad. It's funny too because I was remember I was watching. 
Infinity War, not that long ago. I actually rewatched Infinity War because there was something that I wanted to see. And and it's true that like when you watch uh, Infinity War and Justice League were coming out around the same time. They The trailers were coming out at the same time. And you looked at the... Um, the graphic, the way they do, they designed, uh, not Ares, the way they designed the character Zeus? in, uh, no, no, they, Infinity War. no, no, I'm talking about DC in, in Justice League. The way they designed the special effects in that movie were so cartoonish compared to the way Thanos looked in Infinity War. When he first lands and you see him actually breathe air, you can actually see his nostrils move. And there's a lot of attention to detail to that character that made Thanos feel real in that movie. And all of that, at least maybe, maybe I'm just imagining it seems to be gone now. It all feels way more lifeless that that might be like a psychosomatic reaction on my own part because i was actually still kind of halfway invested in the properties at the time well a lot of people reacting to this oscar bid were saying if endgame and infinity war weren't considered oscar worthy enough to get submitted for best picture why would you think thor love and thunder would get yeah, well it? yeah I, and then you have to wonder is marvel just trolling the academy awards that would be too cool to be no. true and then it would be the only funny joke that Marvel has ever made. I think it's what Brett said. Like you don't you don't lose anything by submitting them. Yeah. Also, maybe what it is, maybe they didn't submit Wakanda Forever for the VFX for the whole team. Maybe it's just for the guy who animated his junk. The characters. Uh, it's only for got, the guy got who rid of minimized guy, Namor's bulge. bulge. Like that guy's going to win the award by himself. And he will win the Oscar. I'd for, support that decision. <laughs> like, uh, it, like, and then also, I couldn't think of what they meant by best costumes because it all felt. And also, that the the funny thing is, is aside from that joke that I just made, the special effects in Wakanda Forever also felt unbelievably uninspired. The entire mm-hmm. uh, final battle felt completely on on a soundstage. A lot of people said that was the only highlight mm-hmm. of it. I think that. Christian Bale might deserve supporting actor for that. A lot of people would agree with that, yeah. But he was also the singular saving grace of Thor Love and Thunder. There was nothing else redeemable about it, in my opinion. Um, It was somehow, like, insanely overwhelming visually, but at the same time bored me to death. Soulless and empty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's soulless and empty. And then I see people still defending it in in the replies. They're defending <laughs> uh, they're defending Disney. Let's a corporation the- that doesn't give a shit about you or giving you entertainment that is worth anything. And that's why I pushed back on the whole give Black Adam a 90 thing rating that's an audience score not a i not understand a, no the the but, idea that the audience needs to yeah. like battle with the critic score even if it doesn't reflect their true opinion because i mean anyways like they shouldn't do that they, that's what i'm saying like a, a high 70 sure yeah, but you're what you're saying is that they did that i'm saying that people are so beat down by the political messaging of the era that they're rating it higher than it probably would be objectively because they aren't looking at it as objective viewers because they're not people aren't objective i understand but like what i'm saying is that now the executive that did that movie is like see it's got a 90 it's pretty much the godfather nobody Let's make actually it again. uses that as a as a metric anymore i don't think well, fans I mean, do fa- fa- i don't think that dc will no. going forward internally they Here's might the- <laughs> yeah special jump scare effects- warning if you're watching special right effects now. of the year for uh <laughs> this was a- an actual frame shown in thor love and thunder and it's nominated for best vfx this is my favorite because it just says best visual effects like it's just so blatantly 
impossible. Like if they if they got nominated for any of these except for Christian Bale, yeah. I'd be shocked. <laughs> In the chat, they're like, "What the hell?" That's how you know <laughs> that it would be rigged. That Disney paid off the Academy. Somebody says, I agree that the visual effects wasn't that good, but what's the problem with this one? I don't understand. Seriously. <laughs> also, that looks like Disa. If Disa were a 12 year old boy. boy. Yes. Disa um, from Rings of Power. Yeah, that, that would have been a great segue if we were there, but we're not there. <laughs> That's, uh, so, yeah, they're basically saying the audacity of them to do this for this to, to have PlayStation 2 graphics. For Someone <laughs> said, uh, if you think this movie deserves best picture, you are genuinely a lesser human being. What? Another person said... Always be your own biggest fan because delusion will take you further than anything in this world. Look, look, if they can submit this for consideration to the Oscars, you can ask the pretty girl at your workout. You can you can apply for the the promote. What they say you can apply for the promotion. You can you apply can do, to Harvard with a one point five GPA. Just you can do it. Do it. Like if Marvel is willing to do that, we should all attack attack all things in life with the confidence that Marvel has to pretend to have while submitting these movies for Oscar consideration. Another person saying. said that the Academy should make a best children's film category and put all Marvel, DC, and animated movies in it. That should that's legitimately a good. <laughs> piece of advice and another person said disney has clearly fallen out of the insanity tree and hit every branch on the way to the bottom what if they made a best adult children's like <laughs> award <laughs> dude if this won best picture it would really be the biggest sign of the types best adult baby yeah like that, that's fantastic they should do that they should do that that's that's unironically how it felt when i'm watching them like ride on rainbows into the sunset with on like a carriage of screaming goats they just don't know what to be also like showing thor's thor ass his thor, thor ass thor. the Very. thing is i think after infinity wars they were like patting themselves in the back it's like hey guys we did it that was like a so let's take the production quality way no but they like where do you go after that where do you go like that this is the arc that all the nerds talked about constantly if you had a comic book friend they would talk to you about Thanos and well, he will, they will would actually the hell out of him. And it's like, where do you go from this guy? Do you guys think any Marvel she film Hulk. that comes <laughs> to mind is deserving of an Academy Award? Maybe, but I don't know. Um, Some people said Winter Soldier. Yeah. Some people said Civil War. Others said Endgame. Others mentioned Infinity War. I Amen. disagree wholeheartedly. Definitely not but, the Thor um, one. I would. I, I feel like almost on principle, no. But I also don't respect the academy as an institution either. I don't think yeah. they have taste. I don't think that they uh, should be the the people who set the standard for film at this point. I do want to see Banshees of Inisherin, um, but like, when am I going to get around to going to see that? I'm just not. Like it's. I watched the trailer and I gotta admit it was very confusing. When it comes out on movies like that are always hard to market to be like it's basically marketed as being pretentious and that's fine. Like that's like I like Colin Farrell. Like uh, is that in theaters yet? I think it's already out of theaters. I think it was a limited release. Really? Um, if it didn't, then it's okay. then it's close to being out. So uh, like that that's one I wouldn't mind seeing. But like it's also we're at a thing now. Like maybe we're at that point. Like we watch so many we've we've been to so many movies lately that maybe something a little bit different. Like I had more fun at Violent Night than any of the big budget movies that we've gone to see this year. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of frustrated with Disney's business model, which is like throw gobs of money into the budget of a sequel 
film and also you know flood disney plus with streaming shows and destroy all of these existing ips that they've acquired and then that'll be like stonks like you (laughs) it's so low iq for a company of disney's caliber to operate this way it just shows that they don't put any thought into the way they do business my general take is that by the way can you guys hear me well yeah, yeah, we can hear you. My general take is that fiction that was shouldn't be violent. nominated for best film. What? Unless, no. unless it really like generates like this feeling of like, wow, I've never thought of that. Whereas, because so like all the comic book ones are just like renditions, and no one's really giving, you know, like a out of body like next level performance like kind of like how Heath Ledger got associated with the Joker and that's when something that was like fiction that it was still like marred in reality it seemed deserving of they should have a best use of steroids category for oh my the, god the men who have to pretend like they got that like and then Liver King can present the award every year like <laughs> it's I'm, just a rock just, crushing every yeah, year. Every like, year, I did well, it. no, the rock can't submit because he won't admit to using them. But you know, I mean, that what? should be one of the Razzies, though. <laughs> like <laughs> best roid physique. <laughs> See, Unironically, that would work. And that's what they should do. They should like uh, now when they win for best, like if Thor: Love and Thunder. Now I can't say Thor without thinking sore. <laughs> Thor. Uh, they what was it like seeing your Thor th- ass on screen for the first time? You gotta great. have that guy on the show. <laughs> we really need to get him on. Uh, but like, if they win the Razzie, they should do what Jada Pinkett Smith did and go and accept it in person, like she did for Catwoman. Oh yeah, that shows like being able. Or, to- no, I'm sorry, Halle, Berry. Halle, Halle Berry. Berry, not Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh Thank yeah, you. duh. Really big. Wait, now that I think about it, if that had been Jada Pinkett Smith, she would have never ever done that no she doesn't have a sense of humor she has an extremely fragile no she would have made will smith go and accept it in person (laughs) and then slap whoever whoever nominated her then chris rock has to present the award to her and it becomes a whole thing (laughs) i think it for me personally will smith's uh, fall for grace has been like the most jarring one he'll be fine He's gonna really? he, yeah, he will be fine. He's like he's uh, he's making his movie right now all he needs is one more blockbuster movie Does anybody really care that chris rock got slapped? Honestly, no. Seriously. Not performing they do is they lie. Care. They're lying. Not particularly. Um, also, by the way, my guess is that Avatar will win best visual effects. They really have nice. been uh, for this year put into for consideration as yeah. well. They likely will get it. That seems to be the one takeaway from everyone. Like, I hear if some that's people's... where they're concentrating all of yeah. their efforts and thought, then yeah, maybe they deserve it. Built entirely new cameras. Took thirteen years. Remember, they did that at expense of writing a an actual story then yeah. fine is but it also, already out like it comes out on friday we're going to see it thursday night yes we're thursday reviewing night? it on friday yes so it's it's one of those things where it's like for them i hear people shilling for the story too but that always feels like they're just like it's yeah coke. people didn't like the last story so now we got to pretend like this movie's got a great story and maybe it does but i think that the best way forward for visual effects this year is probably going to be avatar will end up winning so we will see yeah i'm fine with that if they yeah. poured all of their resources into just making it visually appealing I was, it better be is it gonna be 3d no, no i don't think so um i also saw that they're saying that the budget on this one was like 600 million not 250 million wow so no way so maybe that's so he that really billion, meant that it two billion it needs to make two yeah. billion dollars to yeah. break 
So I can't wait. That's insane. Like, imagine, like, That's he's insane. Like, if they're like, he made $500 million this weekend. Well, it's like, well, I'll cut that in half because we only keep 60. <laughs> only $1.75 billion to go until we actually make profitability. He's expecting at least a billion people to see it twice. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> that level of trust. I didn't even think of it. Well, it's not, not even trust. It's just like, he seems to not care whether or not it's a good movie. Yeah. Well, it, it's ego. Yeah. It's a lot of ego. It and I, I hope that reality calls his bluff, a although lot we of, are seeing it opening night. So Somebody said over on in the chat, somebody said over under on whether Brett uses the word hubris in the segment. So I'm deflecting that by using the word, but using it in the context of the chat. So Do you use the me. word hubris that uh, much? It, it would I have didn't been notice. Not that much, but like... On occasion, it is. It is unfortunately Marvel submitting for these awards. Is I don't think it's hubris. I think it's delusion. The thing <laughs> is, what I see here is that all institutions and all previously respected and Thank loved you. franchises have been gutted of their heart. So the institution that doles out these accolades, I don't respect them, and I don't respect. Disney, which has come to take the soul out of yeah. this comic book franchise, which previously was special to some people. Well, to be fair, Thor has never been exactly the most well. He's been. A, he is a well loved character. The Thor movies are not well loved. No, they're not. They're, but they're supposed to be part of this intertwined universe yes. that all of the fans can appreciate. Yeah. I mean, also, for in my lifetime, the Avengers were always just like a sea league Justice League. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's how. Oops. It had more. There was more name recognition there. Also, yeah. I'd like to point out, I, I don't think it's that they've broken the heart of these institutions. I think that the, the general societal trust in institutions has deflated so far that along with not trusting the government, not trusting your school system, you don't trust the Academy Awards and you don't trust any of these organizations mm -hmm. that are supposed to be the tastemakers that are on the uh, the box with the pretty colors in your living room telling you how to live your life. So I think there's just a general fall from grace for the idea mm -hmm. of the collective institution in America. And unfortunately, film goes with that. So yeah. let's go to Super Chats. Caper2x said, Mary, thanks for inspiring the Navy midshipmen to their second place finish. 20 to 17 with two overtimes first in 123, 123 years. years i hope you can provide similar motivation next year go army ola dane there's ola. a really i have funny, no idea what any of this I've, means there's a really funny scene in an old episode <laughs> of um ncis where dinozo is held hostage by this like uh, Islam, uh, like Islamic extremist, Islamic extremist, right? And the guy went to Yale and then went back overseas, like after he finished college. And he, he, all he says to the guys, "You guys have a have a lousy football team." And the guy says, 12 championships in however many seasons." He goes, "When was the last time you won one?" 1923. He goes, <laughs> giggles at him, because uh, it's such a long time since they actually won in a won a championship. But that's uh, that's something you get used to in Minnesota, because no Minnesota teams win championships ever. I have no idea what this has to do with me, though. <laughs> well, you inspired them. You're okay. an inspiring girl. Potatoes for Seamus said, Brett, I'm in this weird era where Brett man rules. Well, that's fine. He's that's in his a, Brett era. That's, that's a, the Brett era is a good era to be in. All, all other eras are bad. Is Brett in is his era? Is era a thing, like, legitimately a thing now? That's a thing that people say. I'm it's in been my, a thing. Like, right now, it's kind of phasing out, to be honest. Right now, you're in your Alienware era. Am I? Technically. Okay. <laughs> it's over 9,000 said, today is my birthday. Brett, can you do your T-Rex finger impression? And Mary, can you say trauma in your sassy mean girl voice? I don't know what that voice is. Trauma. 
Is it the clownfish TV? It's gotta be the cl- I, I should link that video someday. Trauma. That that a video from 2019 could inspire so much joy. Uh, in one, <laughs> not on even one the bu- original video, but just our sorry imitation of yes. it. Yes, um, it's uh, we played it for you. It's uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, trauma. This is not a T Rex impression. It is finger quotes. So finger happy quotes. birthday! Happy birthday! Potatoes for Seamus said, "Can we get in the era of Brett <laughs> having a bowl cut?" I had a bowl cut when I was very young. Would you ever get it again? No. Four thirty crisis parties. No, that's not okay. Worth it. There is no that I no. You gotta mm. bump it up to fifty or something. No, not even I. I, I no, won't, no I, amount of money. I get it. Sixty. It. I will, however, be growing my hair back out again because I I look too much like my older brother when my <laughs> hair is short and it's just can't do. That. As long as you keep the hat on, no one will know. Exactly. I need to stop watching YouTube. Said home deserves an Oscar. Okay. I haven't seen mm. that. Caper2x said, sounds like a PR department out of control. Make mine Marvel. And you get an Oscar nomination and you or you get an Oscar submission and you get an Oscar submission and you get an Oscar submission. He also said first Avenger for Oscar consideration. That's interesting. I, I don't know anyone that loves Captain America first Avenger for like. Uh, of, it doesn't of that seem franchise. like he's that well liked of a character. Anyway. No, no. I'm saying uh, out of all the. Captain America movies I, I don't know anybody that loves that movie more than either Winter Soldier or Civil War granted Civil War is just Avengers 2.5 um, it wasn't really a Captain America movie I didn't see the first like, Captain America mm. I saw Winter Soldier it ruled yep Bad App said the Academy gave Dallas Gay Boys an Oscar over Leo and Wolf of Wall Street we can't trust them. that is true well that was right at the start of the reconnaissance so you know that Did he just made the weirdest car commercials after that, when he got the Oscar, Matthew McConaughey. Did he? Really? Oh, my God. He was doing, like, the Lincoln commercials. <laughs> and he looks like, like a Lincoln guy. To doesn't, doesn't he have he? a YouTube channel? When you're it? driving and you're experiencing reality in a way <laughs> where it's like, what the hell, Matthew did, McConaughey? Did, <laughs> did Dallas Buyers Club come out before or after True Detective Season 1? Because those were both at around the same time. True Detective Season 1 was baller yeah it's one of the one of the greatest seasons of television ever i think it's his best yeah piece of acting it is it, it, oh, oh uh, mcconaughey yeah yeah well both him and harrelson like that's it's incredible stuff yeah also apparently in real life their roles are reversed like uh in real life um woody harrelson's the atheist and uh matthew mcconaughey's religion and in the show it's swapped it's cool though so. Bmf Nate Dog said, "How about that stuffed French toast at IHOP? That sounds so good. What is it stuffed, stuffed with? with? I, Syrup? I need to know. I've never tried it. it sounds so good. I'm I had a- cheesecake filled pancakes <gasps> one time. I regretted that decision. Why? Uh, it didn't taste like cheesecake. No, I don't think it was. Just cheesecake tastes like enough. cream. Yeah, and then I also have had a sandwich that's like two pieces of pound cake as the bread and has cheesecake in wow. the middle with a." Uh, like strawberry also. I'm a chocolate chip pancake guy. Oh, mm-mm. I, I don't chocolate do any. Chocolate chip is good. I don't do any toppings on. No, I mean inside the in, pancake. In the pancake. It's too sweet for me. I know Wesley's a blueberry waffle Ugh. guy. Ugh. <laughs> Questionable. I'm just here to just just diss on everyone's breakfast charms. <laughs> <laughs> Thousand Foot Deep End said, "Speaking of Avatar, that thumbnail of Blue Cat person Greta Thunberg was amazing. Well, you can thank me for that because I was the one willing to to make it. Uh, how did you make that again? Was that just there like is a- like an engine that like lets you make anyone into one of the Navi. So a- I was a- like, 
what better example is there? I think me and Aaron concluded that the worst couple in history would be that girl and David Hogg. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Oh, it no. would really be like the four horsemen of the apocalypse, just in two people. I oh. feel like they're secretly related, though. What? Maybe. <laughs> what, what, like, they all come from the same lab. <laughs> let's just drop a conspiracy theory right now. I'm like, like, I mean, I did. Yeah, like it. David, David something hog and Greta something. Imagine invite you to their to be present at their at their matrimony. Like the that baby would sue them from the womb. You, I didn't ask to be born. Yeah, you, you've uh, violated my consent—the consent of birth. The carbon footprint of having one child is it, just too much. It is next too level. Much. Gross John said, "There's a supercut of all the out-of-context edits and parody videos on my YouTube channel called PCC Greatest Hits Volume One. Includes extended sitcom edit and other new stuff." Is it? Uh, is it into okay. the subreddit? Did you put it in the subreddit? Please do if you haven't. All right, um, let's, let's hold off and then let's, uh, okay. let's move on. All right, guys. So whether you believe it or not, uh, we are still talking about Rings of Power. There is yes. still stuff coming out. This is an article from a, a, a journalist named James Moore. We're calling you out, James Moore. Yes. Your hot takes are going to be eviscerated in this segment. I, I want to be as fair as possible while still understanding that this, this article made me laugh. So it says, <laughs> why are there so many men in the rings of power? Here's the thing that pissed me off first. He goes after Peter Jackson's films for also underrepresenting women, other than Eowyn and Galadriel, he said. Yep. But he said... The Amazon series had a chance to redress the imbalance, which is exactly what the actress who played Disa said, is that there, there is an imbalance in the whole fantasy genre that needs to be corrected, and they're doing the work to correct it. By the way, this is just a bold-faced lie. Nobody owes you anything, and there's no, no such thing as an actual quota with an actual number. First of all, I would ask that question. Uh, let, let's go through what he says first. So it says, Amazon's Rings of Power, the world's most expensive TV series, presented a gift-wrapped opportunity to redress the balance, working as it did from information contained within the book's appendices. This gave the creators more space to play around without attracting, I don't even know what that word is supposed to be, but it's pretentious. Um, Opprobrium? Uh, uh, from substantial cohort of incels with rings Incels. Yeah. He, he really just comes in hot with name-dropping incels. I never want to see the word incel in an official publication ever again. Guys, can I declare Please. my era? Are you in your incel era? No, okay. no, thankfully. <laughs> okay. Been there, though. Uh, I'm in the having out-of-body experiences when I see these articles era. Like, every time... <laughs> I see another one of these. Well, actually, we need more X. I'm and just well. The thing is, Rings of Power did make a big yeah. point to have major characters. Did you see any men in any of the promotional material? It, no. it was most of the promo was Women, of Morfid Clark of Disa, who had vi like very little screen time compared Same to the amount that she was shown in marketing. Yeah, there's also Nori Brandyfoot. There's Muriel. All. Very Muriel got a little bit of screen time. Muriel, Muriel in, was a in big Galadriel deal. got a decent amount of screen time. But, but again, the rest of them were all just kind of they just want all of these piece female of cast members with all of the male cast members. It was too many cooks in the kitchen. It yep. was too much to focus on already. And we just got news that they added 16 more characters to the lineup for the second season. Eight, Eight more. No, they're going to be 16. You guys so, think so, so, and only th and only three of these new 
characters are women. So people are even more ass mad because they think that women are going to be even worse, like more underrepresented in the second season of Rings of Power. And maybe actually they're just correcting for a problem that women were overrepresented in the first season and that male characters are going to sell better for a wider audience and not piss off the audience as much as women they don't you know, go to women do not go watch tv shows about women saving the world yeah we've talked they about this not. before male action heroes are just more mass appeal potential yes. than female action heroes that's just a fact and they kind of ruined the character of galadriel for a lot of people because in the peter jackson films she was much more of a feminine gracious balanced well, person here's where his first uh, bit of bs is here he says well not the first but he says uh and it may appear that things have improved morfid clark who plays galadriel has emerged as the star of the series that's debatable having created a striking flawed obsessive and perennially fascinating character there's literally i have like cobwebs in my bedroom that are more fascinating than galadriel in the show there have been a lot of debates about whether Morphe Clark did a good job as Galadriel. I think most of the problem is the script, and yeah. they did a poor job with it. She did the best she could with what she had. Yeah, I don't blame her for it, but they kind of did her dirty as this is her, her big breakout role. So this journalist continues, and he is just mind-blowingly snarky. He said... The incels will snarl that I'm virtue signaling or worse, but I'm okay with that. I believe in equality. And it's not just about equality. The fact is, female characters make these shows and their expansively realized worlds more interesting. Their absence is not only jarring, but it deprives us of stories needed to properly bring those worlds to life. The thing is, it can be done. I get so frustrated with this topic in particular because... Literally, the last world sensation in terms of television and film was Game of Thrones. And all the power characters in that show were women. Daenerys, Cersei, um, the little Batman girl. I forget her name. What's Riri her? Williams? Sorry. Yeah. What's her character? What is, Arya? What is are, you talking about, are you talking about Game of Thrones? Yeah. Arya, sorry. That show was dominated and led by women, and it, it, it ruled. So it's clearly not a thing... Of like women not being represented in well, House of the Dragon was yeah, also, it's also more like female popular for a longer time than also, Rings of Power was, and they have female characters. It's also, doing what the hell does what the hell does he mean by equality? What does that mean? Like, what does he mean in this case? He uh, means exactly fifty percent yeah. of the characters shown yeah. on screen. Exactly fifty percent of all of the episodes need to be showing you a woman, and it, this is why. And it's just like you are. Showing how little you understand storytelling. Yes, like the project of telling a story that you think it needs to be quantified this way and calculated minute by minute, second by second to represent certain people on screen. Apply this is not to even get into the argument of the racial aspect, which was incredibly controversial mm -hmm. in the marketing because they were calling Tolkien fans racist. I let, let's let's hold off on the on the racial aspect. Let's talk about equality in storytelling. So, if we're supposed to believe that in a world where uh, you're supposed to label everything 50-50, because they talk about actors love talking about equality and equity. If we go into a police precinct, you're going to see a large amount of people being men, 
because men become police officers. If you go into a, snor- a snarky for- like Fortune 500 company's HR department, it's going to be mostly women. You're not going to get 50% men and 50% women in any pr- profession, let alone uh, in something like this. So the second you start trying to make the real, like to make your fantasy world something that doesn't even come close to representing the real world in any way, shape, or form. First of all, me- like if we're talking about going to war, which is what a lot of this is, it's uh, adventure, it's um, exploration, and a lot of it is war. Men go to war. Now, you mm-hmm. could tell the stories of the women uh, at home, right? And when I say men go to war, I mean the, the predominantly large amount of the population that is sent off to war are men. Uh, in something like this, yes, you can tell the story of the women not being there, but I don't buy that these storytellers could do that in a, in a cohesive and entertaining way. I saw nothing in the first season that tells me that they can tell interesting stories about uh, women struggling through hardship in these type of situations. All they've shown me is they can try to write women like men. Right. One of the responses to this article said, going to have films about World War II with a bunch of fictional women written into the battlefield to appease your wokeness. A man wrote the books this series is based on. If you want a series of books, films, and TV series with a bunch of women in it, have at it and make your own. Yeah. That's Uh, a perfectly fair point. And I think this is all about desecrating Tolkien's work. They also, if given the chance, would assassinate his character. Yep. If if they had the the gall to do so, another thing that this journalist said is uh, female characters these days do more than bring the warriors their post battle beers, but they still don't exist in a world where they are half the population. Here's the thing, this though: is- they exist in a world where they're half the population, not doing half of the battling. Mm-hmm. Is that okay not with mention- you, sir? Like, why why is this all needing to be run past you? Also, a also, not everyone who disagrees with you is an incel. And by calling them that, you're just disregarding all of the pushback, which comes from both men and women. He also calls, uh, he has the gall to use the term tokenism to actually call out tokenism while trying to enforce quotas, which makes no sense whatsoever. Because the second you enforce any type of quota, it becomes tokenism because they're not hired mm-hmm. because they're the best person for the job. They're not hired because they were written interestingly into the story in an organic fashion. They're literally hired because on a spreadsheet, someone said, we need one person that looks like this, one person that looks like this, one person that looks like this. That is the opposite. That That is tokenism at its most obvious. I call that the Daily Show phenomenon. Oh. <laughs> like, they... I think we're like the first of getting like an insanely diverse cast and completely forgetting, you know, the key characteristic necessary to make the show a success. They, they also mention here Cynthia Die Robinson. They mention Bronwyn having a supposedly interesting story arc. I don't know what that arc was. Uh, they oddly enough leave out Disa here, who I actually thought was the better, the best of the women performers because she felt like her story with Duran was the most realistic looking of all of them. You know what? Maybe they didn't cast more female characters in major roles because women are so smart that there would be no conflict anymore. They just solve all oh, problems instantly. I saw that during And COVID. they don't fight like brutes. They they know how to 
talk things out. The funny thing is, they're that's, so smart. That can actually be done well. Uh, what you might remember, if you remember any of Pierce Brosnan's James Bond movies, when uh, Judy Dench took over as M, there actually is a fairly consistent through line of her talking about how men tend to be quick to war, quick to battle, and that they're better off investigating and doing things uh, subversively within the within their organization. She actually uses that as an argument that makes sense at that mm-hmm. time. In Die Another Day, no, I'm sorry, in Tomorrow Never Dies, after they find out about this, uh, this ship that gets attacked, what they don't understand is that it was the stealth ship that Jonathan Price's character has that attacked it. Mm-hmm. And what the, uh, what the, like what their air force is going to do. I'm sorry, what their, uh, what the, you, uh, the British military is going to do is they're going to send their Navy into China. And she says, maybe we should investigate first. And they're I, like, well, and the guy says, sometimes M, I think you don't have the balls to do this job. And she says, well, the beauty of not having them is that I don't have to think with them. And that makes sense. Well, yeah, I like there that. is an argument against that. I think it has been um, calculated that female rulers throughout history have been more quick to violence than male. Because I think the issue that they're having is that they confuse stereotypes with archetypes. And they have a person that does not fit the archetype. And it's the fact that their gender X or Y is irrelevant. It's the fact that you're embodying a character, but you don't have the characteristics that a person with this temperament or with these objectives would have which is what m achieved like she was stoic she was like about her business and you know it really it fit her Mm -hmm. and what i feel is that the the objective isn't telling the story and since the objective is for having the role be fulfilled by whatever they want that they completely disregard that the the person is a character within a world that's organic. It's not it's it's only like serving like a political purpose over an artistic one. War and exploration are not equitable endeavors. Never have been, never will be. And one of the key things to writing any piece of fiction is that it has to at least touch some edge of reality to make it feel real to the people reading it. Right? Yeah, I think that's why the Woman King didn't land for a lot of people because uh, we covered the controversy that these tribes they're portraying did enslave people, they did commit war crimes. That's a fact of human history that needs to be confronted. But cinema these days isn't capable of showing the good guys doing bad things yeah like, they don't let, they, especially if it's women they yeah they because uh, women have been absolved of even the capacity to do wrong it kind of goes this direction is like when have you ever heard the if you ever watch any of the cinema sins videos uh they would talk about how like every it's the trope of it's like all bad guys are rapists sorry our words uh that's like a trope where it's like if you really want to leave no doubt that a character's bad and there's like it's okay for people to do like for something bad to happen to him at the end you mm-hmm. always make the character suddenly for no reason be about to commit our word because you know, then it's yeah. you're you're given the go ahead as a viewer to be okay with that guy getting outed or you know, taken out. I That's even so noticed lazy. that yeah. uh, in the Northmen, they didn't portray the uh, I forget the name of the protagonist in in the Northmen, but they didn't portray him as as a pillager, as a Norse warrior doing what Norse warriors did a lot, which is that, which is our yeah. word. 
they didn't show him doing that because they wanted you to be on his yeah, side. They would never, they would it, never do that. It's just like a failing in cinema right now that they're not able to show that type of nuance. And Dane, you're right about the political posturing that they're doing through these series, through these, through storytelling. They're kind of distracted and on the outside of it rather than getting immersed in the story they're looking at what it can mean for society and the impact it has yeah everyone i see even the actresses themselves who have been honored with these roles they don't respect them and they're using this opportunity of being part of an iconic franchise to soapbox about feminism basically i saw that the rap is about to host a summit called uh, power women tomorrow yeah and is there a power they've invited summit? morfid clark to this summit alongside uh i think hillary clinton chelsea clinton lena dunham oh my god zochi gomez olivia cook from house of the dragon um just a bunch of big names screenwriters and actresses morphic clark is going to be part of this and she has the platform to preach and soapbox about empowering women because she was casted as galadriel and murdered that character it's like there's a frequency of scenes increasingly in media where the person breaks out of their character and gives a ted talk and then it's like anyway back to the show well and social media did this to us right but the yeah. thing is that's why we like, we can't connect with it. It's far too self-referential. It's too self-referential, and it just takes you out every time, and you're like, wait, what? Uh, it's also funny, too. I was thinking about this the other day. I was reading another article. Not only, uh, I think there was, like, two awards that uh, Barack Obama's production company was nominated for this year, and Megan Rapino just started her own production company. Like, this is why, like, that that's their versions of, like, their own, like, day, like Daily Wire type thing, right, where they have their own production companies to change the culture. Yeah. But the problem is their belief systems are structurally in line with Hollywood anyway, so that's more just about passion projects and things that they just can't get financed elsewhere. But it's like, this is why things will never change because the because Megan Rapino is going to make a production company and because we have power women in in cinema which has nothing based a, with a character like Galadriel which was written by a man produced right. but yeah and also the prominence of Galadriel in Rings of Power the fact that the estate gave them rights to use this character is the only reason any Tolkien fans were drawn to watch this series in the first place before giving up on it. You and never, they don't show any respect to it. And you never hear of the success. You never hear people complain about the successful examples that are built on their own properties. You never hear people complain about things that are done organically. You only hear people complain when it's shoved into things that existed beforehand. Mm -hmm. yep. So, um, oh, also, I want to address the part at the end about yeah. He uh, has a, a weird he hot finishes. take about gender categories in awards. Emma Corrin recently spoke out about this, saying that award shows should have gender neutral categories as to be more inclusive of non-binary stars like I'm so themselves. Just make their own category. Give them their own <laughs> sports teams. Get like separate every if we're all going to be separate and we're all going to be uh put into separate categories based on our race and sexuality then just give give them their own category mm -hmm. i don't see the i i've never heard an argument to the contrary other than there's just not enough to make their own 
categories, right? I mean, the whole thing I mean, is inclusion yeah, too. Like, uh, that's their like marketing. I know. Like, yeah, but then it's like the only reason separate categories were made for women and men was to be more equitable. Yes. And now they're just going back on it again in the name of being more equitable. None of it means anything. So this journalist said, I'm sorry that Emma Corrin feels uncomfortable, but taking the gender out of acting categories would make them less, not more, inclusive. If you want more evidence, look at the non-gendered awards. There still hasn't been a female winner of the Best Cinematography Oscar. I also love that they just assume that because there hasn't, that means that somebody got screwed. They don't right. actually believe in any type of meritocratic society. Well, they believe that if someone you has won win. something, it's because somebody else lost. Everything is yeah. a zero-sum game to them. Well, and also it's like they, they don't assume that somebody won because they were actually the best. No, no, no. They won because of power structures developed by cis white men in uh, in Europe back in the during the Enlightenment held them back from winning their awards. Yeah. Which is just bonkers. But it is funny because he's right. It is, it, it, you should keep men and women, like uh, male and female actor and actress categories. But the actresses have gone a long way in trying to do this to themselves because they don't even like being called actresses. They want to be called actors. Yeah, I've seen that language increasingly yep. used in uh, in articles that they won't refer to a woman who still identifies as a woman, you know, feminine pronouns, all that, yeah, they, as they, an actor instead of an actress. And they there's no doubt they are trying to just erase womanhood altogether. And it's in the name of representation. We're in our androgyny era here in America. I hate that. Yeah. Hate that for us. Uh, so, yes, this guy is definitely like, he, he's right about the last part, but it is interesting that he would have such a hot take at the end of an article that's so clearly simping for feminism. Yeah, maybe um, he's just out of touch and doesn't know where the narrative is supposed to be right now. Also, I'm Actually, still waiting to hear from him about what that uh, what that uh, Bronwyn character arc was, because I'm still waiting to find out. When so. you think of it, Androgyny is kind of a lost art right now. Uh, because everyone's... The opposite represented as the opposite, but never the in between. If you know what I mean. Well, like, yeah, you're not allowed to be a tomboy anymore. No, you can't just you can't, you can't just be a tomboy or or a feminine dude. You have to either be in the wrong body or this or that. But yeah, mm. let's uh, let's go super chats. Matt said, four of my five most played songs were Oliver Tree." I'm ashamed and confused. <laughs> Please forgive me. Also, did anybody see that YouTube tried to do their own pathetic version of recap? Really? Yeah, like yeah. I got like a I got like a Wait, wait. Do you mean YouTube Rewind? No, no, no. I got my own like YouTube Or are you recap. talking about like Spotify Wrapped? Like like Spotify Wrapped. But like, for YouTube Music? Yeah. It's like called YouTube Recap. And if was, you can't even do YouTube Rewind right, what makes you think you can do Spotify Wrapped? Oh, it was so embarrassing. Yo, Rewind. Like it was so embarrassing. Hey, remember when it. Will Smith was like that's hot? Yeah. I think that was the end. That was the beginning of the end for Will Smith. Yeah, like that's like, it's like everyone's like, yeah, I can't believe he slapped Chris Rock. Like, yeah, but do you remember that one time that that's he. That's more he, atrocious for like sure. Like his YouTube channel is more embarrassing than slapping Chris Rock. Yeah. For me, it was like all the AstroTurfed channels they picked to be yeah. like, well, yeah, yeah, this is us. Well, these I people. I still remember in like 2019 when they pledged like $500 million to like mainstream media outlets to fight disinformation, basically deciding right then that we're on the side of we want to be the mainstream. We do not want to be what made us special, which was independent and with the ability for creators to make a difference on their own. We want to be part of the machine. 
Matt's S-Box Emporium said Paramore dropped a new track Friday just saying, Thoughts? I'm not feelings? interested. You're not? Why not? I'm not interested. I wonder what Carter's feelings are on it. Um, The first one they dropped, I think, was called This Is Why. I'm sorry. It just sucked. Ooh, I don't like it. Wasn't good? No. I haven't heard it. James Orenthal Wen said, Marvel must be ruthlessly mocked, so please add lulls to the end of this episode's title for the algorithms. Also, I met the beanie at, uh, I don't know how to say that. Last Saturday? Last Saturday. When will PCC Nation get to meet y'all? Uh, well, you never know. Like he, They had the meetup last year. Maybe they'll do that again I someday. Mean, I, I have had people... Catch you. Yeah, catch me... At the it, store. Unexpectedly. Also at adding places. Adding lulls. I, I meant to put I was gonna put dot 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 seriously, but the snark isn't as readily ele- uh, evident when you do that. But I also feel like that is the role that like the Mary Sue plays. Like they love snarky names. Like annoying. So you you think that we'll seem like the Mary Sue. Like our we, version of the Mary Sue. Yeah. Like I, I don't need it to be. I think the, the, what they're saying, what they're doing by nominating them, uh, by submitting their names for Oscars is worthy of enough derision that we don't need to go further in the title. We can do it in the actual video. But, yeah. And people have really exploited mean spirits in this. Like, yeah, we need a break. Like it, it wears on me, dude. Like it's like we, we, for the point of most of what we do is critique because we're talking about current events and that is about critique. But like the stuff that I love is not necessarily stuff that would fit into the format of this podcast. Like nobody wants to listen to me um, yammer on about how awesome old TV was. Like not without it being like a separate platform. It would have to be something different rather than me going off. Mary would just be in the corner like, what the hell is he talking about? Like I have no idea. Like that's the stuff. Doing a TikTok dance. Yeah. Like I get energetic in in talking about stuff like that. I I started rewatching or I started not rewatching, watching Heroes for the first time this weekend. I never saw Heroes and the first season from what I understand is very, very good. I've liked it. I'm on episode 22, but I understand it goes downhill after that. But um, very uh, good Hayden Panettiere when she was pretty young, like pretty young, like teenager, um, starring in like a second or third lead actor in like a major show when she was a teenager. So that's a uh, pretty cool. You know what show was a complete waste Jack of Coleman. time though? What Lost? I yeah. wow. That's, I think it was good. It's what do you uh, mean? That's fine. Okay, <laughs> now you're shading me. BMF Nate Dog said, "Idea: Make Lord of the Rings series where male elves are at war, leaving elvish sports vacuum. <laughs> Female elves get together and make an elvish league of their own." Oh my god, that's fantastic! They should do that. That well, they did. Uh, I wonder if BMF Nate Dog watched the A League of Their Own remake that they made this year. That, from what I understood, was like universally hated by anyone other than like uh, critics who love to suck on the teat of Hollywood. Biddy Beastly said, uh, I think the character of the Northman is supposed to be the embodiment of vengeance that finds redemption through love for his kin. Timepiece film or no, I think the character is supposed to represent a sort of caricature. Yeah. Well, and that's the is thing. there more to that or am I? I that's all I'm seeing there. Also, like, I, I don't know if even back then they would have shown the character R-wording. Like, even even before Hollywood was, we were in cancel culture age that we are in now, or like uh, the the age where things are a lot more sanitized. I don't know if they would have done that for a, a character that's supposed to technically be a protagonist. 
I need to stop watching YouTube set a segment on indie art TV music would be cool. Yeah. You know, this is supposed to be popular culture. culture. But also, like, where is it? Like, where is the... (laughs) I feel like, no, I never hear any buzz about, hey, have you seen this indie movie? It's pretty good. I feel like... I I mean, we hear that stuff. I'm not me. I feel like indie people have, Or it's run by the worst people ever. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's Um, about a dog with blue hair. It's like, what? Didn't we talk about some film that was getting... It was like an indie film that... It was getting sued for... Using oh, the intellectual property of the Joker. Yeah. Yes, the the one about like, it was like LGBTQ IA plus Joker, yeah. uh, and then they didn't end up making it or whatever. They never ended up, or it, it never got premiered at a film festival. But it exists. It exists. I think some people did get to watch it though at yeah. that film festival before it was pulled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Matt said thoughts on the Denny's influencer menu. Is that a thing? What? I I just looked this up actually. So uh, a few of them include get that cookie dough pancakes. Oh, my God. That's um, amazing. Read that. The nostalgic comfort of eating cookie dough and chocolate with a twist. This indulgent flavor duo is the centerpiece of Denny's iconic fluffy buttermilk pancakes topped with cream cheese icing. This meal is served with eggs, prepared your way, hash browns, and a choice of bacon or sausage. Dude, There's also like- the... Jala back burger. Dude, this is a chapter burger? of revelations. Like this is it's... <laughs> the end times. Okay, stuff. fairly uh, ordinary sounding burger. The clearly very fruity pancakes. <laughs> uh, I don't know how they cho- chose these influencers. Right, by the you way. gotta pull that up. You gotta pull it's, the guy getting the it jalapenos. It has clear, as... clear blueberry flavored sauce on Denny's buttermilk blueberry pancakes. Topped with strawberries and bananas. Wow. Can somebody send me a link? These meals sound yeah. nice. Yeah. I don't know who these influencers are, though. I've never heard of any of them. <laughs> yeah. So these Sorry. are real people? How, how do I get I an not. influencer <laughs> menu item? Can I have one? Let's do What would your influencer item be? At Denny's? In um, general. No, no. We're, we're, we're playing with this for some reason. Oh, okay. Well, then a spin on the sandwich I was talking about earlier. Basically, like, cheesecake and strawberries in the middle and French toast uh, as, like, the the bread on the sandwich. I wonder. I feel like I would want a burger. Yeah, me me too. Um, Burger for me. But what kind? Uh, You need to actually do something uh, to it. A Juicy Lucy. Like a Blucy. Electric Boogaloo? Yes. You don't want to make your own idea? No, not really. Yeah, can mine be the lazy influencer where somebody just does the work for me? <laughs> <laughs> like the Mr. Beast burger? Yes, It's basically. just a burger. <laughs> exactly. It's just a burger. It's fine. BMF Nate Dog said, old TV member Angry Beavers? Not really. I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, Caper2x said, unexpectedly, when you were not returning a cart. I'm assuming that's in, re- in relation when to something I, what I said about. about. Yeah, like yep. people people coming up to me. Um that hasn't happened yet. No. What hasn't? Um oh when you're put, when you're not putting your card away? Yeah, that hasn't they're, happened. They come up and they stop you and they're like, That's not the way and then they bring the cart back for you. 
Big Dave sent us 99 cents without a message. Thank you, Big Dave. Thank you. All right, guys. Back to stoicism for Big Dave. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Joker 2 has released the first photo of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker in the sequel. Uh, it's a photo of him in Arkham Asylum, and we're going to take a look at that. It's on the cover you guys saw today, but here we go. Uh, this is him. They're shaving. He's getting a shave. I want to know how much time it took him to lose all the weight again. You can, yeah, there were questions about whether there was going to be a sequel to Joker, uh, but you can pretty much tell by paparazzi pictures of Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, if, if he's looking especially scrawny, <laughs> whether they're making it. And uh, I think it was confirmed in, like, this summer. The chat is all talking about Book It right now. Do you remember? Yeah, is, I mean, Book It is before your time. I'm sorry. I'm going off into tangent. Do you, oh, do you know what I Book It is? What that is. Uh, you have to read what? books and then you get a free personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut. I've never Tim's referenced heard of it this. before, but it was a thing from when we were kids where basically uh, they partnered with Maybe their school. When you were a kid. No, yes, yes. Long before your time. <laughs> uh, it was just, it, it kind of uh, it hit me in the feels right there. They, they never Did you bring win? those promotions yeah. to Puerto Rico. No. They're like, not for these yeah. guys. Yeah. Sorry. Only not, not for uh, the, the, UK or the what are they like the the, the outlying islands or whatever. I think Puerto Rico, <laughs> Puerto Rico for a while island. was the only place where you couldn't get unlimited pancakes. Oh, birth control time. Uh, also, um, this topic just went off. No, the rails. But I want to point out before we get started, guys, that uh, I did look for the old red Pizza Hut cups on eBay the other day. I could not find them. The ones that used to get in oh, the store, you can't that's find a them. Shame. You can get a Pizza Hut cup from back in the day that's plastic that's got the little logo on it but it's not the actual uh like hard plastic cups that have all the uh like crenellated edges and stuff like that so all right guys we're back on track this is why they love us that's why they love us because we stay yeah on topic that's totally so well. why they love because us. we stay on topic so well I so todd so. phillips has posted this photo of joaquin phoenix it's him getting uh getting shaved in arkham asylum uh it's clearly picking up right after the previous movie after joker one uh, left off and the other thing that i think is interesting i thought it was going to be a prequel I don't believe so. You think I think it picks up right after it picking leaves up off. after. Yeah, okay. I think so. Um, so they're they're posting pictures here. They've also said that you can't expect to see Lady Gaga anytime soon. She will not start until the. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. I love the Christmas. Story. It's hard to do yes. my my dance to it's, this. It's got to be know? a much different dance. She will. Uh, Lady Gaga doesn't get called to set till after New Year's. So they say right not- now she's checked herself into an insane asylum. For the next three months cool. to get into character. I love that. Like it's She's so, really committing to it. It's so like not true. <laughs> like it's it's just so just fake. Let me enjoy my fake news. It's just so like as oh, a treat. It just okay. sounds like you just know they're like it's gonna sound so cool when they're like, look at her, she's so deep in character. She's a method actor. Let me enjoy my fake news. <laughs> and like Let's be honest. She can probably tap into mental illness on command. Like, I don't I, know if she... I got no problem with Gaga. That. I got no problem with Gaga. I don't either. But Gaga knows how to act. That's what I'm saying. So... After uh, her endorsement of Scientology, of course you support her. Hey! There's the, there's the conspiracy theory that I'm like some type of Scientology uh, apologist. It's not a theory. It's a fact. It's also funny, too, because right after... Um, Right after Kirstie Alley died, like uh, Leia Ramini was already talking about like who the like she was on King of Queens and she's like super she ah yeah she, yeah. Was, in, she was in Scientology she got out now she makes Sir Bone she's very anti Scientology but she couldn't even wait a week for like Kirstie Alley to be dead to start her like anti Scientology so like Kirstie Alley was a scientist yeah a Scientologist? I believe she was a Scientologist so oh was she um, also on Weight Watchers yeah uh I, wasn't that Jessica Simpson. Maybe she was, yeah. 
I think of her the most for that in a movie where she's like Amish. See, see, sketch therapy says Tom Cruise apologist, maybe. That's right. I'm a Tom Cruise apologist. I'm not a Scientologist. Which essentially just, means that you're a Scientologist. I don't even know. Like, oh. I, I mean, I just know that they're they're kind of nuts. I don't know anything about Scientology other than they're kind of <laughs> nuts and they stalk people that uh, that leave the church, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> so uh, he posts more pictures from it. My hope is that uh, things stay true to course here, which is that James Gunn was giving his marching orders that he cannot touch this project along with the Batman too. Like these, there's certain projects that he can't mess with, that he can't alter. So that's what this is. And remember, folia do means shared delusion, which means we will probably see Gaga not as Harley Quinn to start, but as Dr. Harleen Quinzel treating the Joker, you know, treating um, Arthur Fleck in Arkham Asylum, mm -hmm. which will hopefully lead to the cinematic beauty of hyper-violence accompanied by kind, loving music, which <laughs> Do is what I Do you think the scenes between Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga are in any way going to re uh, resemble the scenes that were cut out of Suicide Squad between Jared Leto Probably. and Margot Robbie. Maybe then they'll have uh, multiple types of, uh, maybe they'll have multi, like once they do the multiverse, because that's what they were talking about, how uh, Walter Hamada wanted to do a, a Crisis on Infinite Earth story that included yes. multiple versions of these characters. And all I can think of when I read stuff like that is, you have not proven that you guys can even do single movies yet, I feel let alone kind crossovers. Of, I, I feel kind of bad because we were like, haha, get wrecked, Walter Hamada. You <laughs> hated Henry Cavill. Well, and, I still say get wrecked, Walter and, Hamada. <laughs> and you only wanted Black Superman. Uh, yeah, it, we we kind of dunked on him, but it turns out that The Rock was actually part of the problem when it came yeah. to bringing Henry Cavill back into the fold. Yep. He didn't want to wait until this larger project ensued. It was going to be something like Avengers: Secret Wars, uh, where all of these heroes from different dimensions were going to be on screen together. I don't really like that idea, so I'm not on anyone's side. I also don't want The Rock's vision for DC to come true either. Like, well, I'm not... I don't like Walter Hamada's idea. I don't like The Rock's idea. The Rock's idea does seem very steeped in like self-absorption. Yeah. Like, he wants it to revolve around him and his character. But that's also why I don't think that that uh, James Gunn should be directing movies either. I think he should not have an investment in it being his creative projects that are, that are on the line. Cause then I feel like he will, whether he knows it or not, unconscious bias will favor the stuff that he's directing or the characters that he's got a, got a hand in shaping the most fervently. So I'd rather he stay away from directing for the time being while he's at DC. Does that make sense? Will he even mm -hmm. have the time to if yeah. he wanted to? <laughs> like when I, you really think about all the stuff he concern. has. Like when you when you think about all the stuff that he has to do, like does he have the time to direct movies as well? He's gonna age like ten years in the next six months. Oh yeah, um, also, and he's also tweeting, which is never a good idea. Never. But he's always on. Like he, he like like you said, he's going to have to be. He's going to have to be like expert level Twitter for the next several years because you're never going to make all the fans happy. They're never happy anyways. Uh, so he so said uh, when asked about Superman coming back as Henry Cavill, yes, of course, Superman is a huge priority, if not the biggest priority. Yep. And uh, basically this is debunking the rumor that The Rock had to fight to include Henry Cavill on screen again. I don't know where that came from then. Yeah. He, 
also seem to be fighting for that cameo at the end of Black Adam only for Black Adam's sake. Well, I mean, I think the idea here is that even if they were going to bring Henry Cavill back, they weren't going to bring him back that fast. It was going to. It would have taken more time and probably put more forethought into when he would have appeared. It does well, seem then like it's unbelievable that we heard like Man of Steel sequel starts yeah. filming in February. Like, yeah. where did that even come from? And then imagine none of this it. news that's coming from anonymous sources makes any sense when you put it all together. And then we talk about it and we become part of the problem. Exactly. Right? We're sharing it with you guys because we read it and it's interesting and it would be cool if all of it were true. But the very we continue the, the rumor it, mill. It is. It is absolutely still a rumor. Woo. Um, so, the DC yeah. just continues being a dumpster fire mess. Uh, dis- it's yeah, they are very, very disorganized. Well, like I said, you could say what you want about Marvel, but it seems like for the most part, Kevin Feige, when he sets that schedule, this is phase four, this is phase five, this is phase six. With the exception of a few, you know, individual things that get moved around, things stay on course and they come out when they say they're going to come out. I just feel like they're on a later stage of what's happening to Marvel because they they had their. I don't know exactly how much DC had to do with this, but they were on their Dark Knight trilogy, and that that shit was a baller. Yeah, and but that wasn't that wasn't connected to anything. That was just individual movies, no different than when uh, Marvel was making individual movies before they started connecting their universes. But what I'm saying is, like in the general arc of Batman and, and like those brands, like that is like their master work. and uh, similar to how the Avengers was like Marvel's masterwork, the whole um, that final arc. The they Infinity haven't even arc. started though. They have, they haven't actually got a master. They will never have a masterwork for the DCEU for at least the next five years. It will th- take that long, five to ten, before we get any idea whether they can do that. Well, imagine for Marvel then. Like I, I don't know how they're gonna pull it off. Hopefully, Marvel will have lost steam by then, and they can come in to fill the gap. Yeah, but that's not a given. I mean, I don't even need that either. Like I said, I've been rewatching. I've been watching Heroes for the first I, I rewatch so many things that I'm so used to saying rewatching. I'm watching Heroes for the first time. I would rather see more stuff like this, like Heroes or like Glass, like Split, uh, Unbreakable. I would rather see like not comic book affiliated stories that are about superheroes now than to see like stuff actually connected to these companies because there's more leeway. I want to see more movies like Arrival. Uh, well, yeah, uh, man, it's been, see, that's like, that was a hard movie for them to market too. Cause everyone thought it was going to be like a, like an independence day and it was definitely not. No. So I love the rock coping about the fact that black Adam has bombed this badly. It reportedly only made like 70 million profit so far. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he said, Waited to confirm with financiers before I shared this excellent Black Adam news. Our film will profit between 52 million to 72 million. Fact, at almost 400 million worldwide, we are building our new franchise step by step. First Captain America movie did 370 million for the DC future. I mean, so he's, not, okay, uh, he's, he's just like, taking he's not heavy amounts of copium right now. I don't even think that's necessarily wrong. I don't think that if you take a character that most people haven't heard of, uh, it may be a, an affront to his legacy as like supposedly a leading man. No, this is but totally like to build on. an outcome you could expect. Yeah. But when you're comparing this to some of the projections people had for Black Adam, which is that it was going to, you know, reach a billion mm-hmm. in in its. Like it, I, I just don't think it lived up to expectations, and now he is compensating for that again ch- by 
tweeting yeah. a bunch. Well, the other thing is like, uh, does it make up for it and does it sell a lot of merch? Will he end up selling a lot of merch to kids? Like, that's what I'm saying. Whether people like Marvel or not, I see people wearing Marvel merch all the time. I don't see people wear DC merch outside of Batman and well, Superman shirts. Yeah, more important, like, what are the, what are the Black Adam memes? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, where are the Black Adam memes? The only Black Adam memes are memes making fun of The Rock right now. And that's like, what I'm so, saying. Someone replied to this with a drill tweet that said, and another thing, I'm not mad. Please don't put in the newspaper that I got mad. <laughs> One of the biggest reasons to watch a movie, I feel, nowadays in this new era, is to see a meme contextualized in, in the original form. And if no memes came from Black Adam, then there wasn't any noteworthy yeah. moment that people wanted Another to Another person said, do you want us to donate money or what? Um, uh, I'm with the chat. I, a couple of people in the chat. I don't need connected universes. I don't need to see a movie that's going to give me future homework. I don't. I, like, I don't care anymore. I, I do not care that everything's yeah. connected. It ruins storytelling. When you have to worry about what this means for movies, five movies down the line, and you can't even get the movie you're making right, it's a, you're, you're at a disadvantage from the get-go. Uh, also, somebody said, is Brett trying to pretend like the Dark Knight trilogy is anything short of a masterpiece? The Dark Knight Rises, my friend, is not a masterpiece. But the last I, one, no. The last, but I will say that uh, uh, of those three movies, Batman Begins is my favorite, not... The Dark Knight. I love The Dark Knight in, uh, as far as it's uh, the what it made me feel because it was at a specific time in my life. Like I, I remember going to the theater and loving that movie because it was a, a particularly good time in my life with friends and everything that was going on. But I actually like Batman Begins more than The Dark Knight. But that's just that's just me. I don't think you can call the trilogy a masterpiece though because I don't think it finished as strongly as it as it could have. Um, also, the, he does point out that they do have plans for Superman. James Gunn, we're saying now here. James Gunn does have plans for Superman. He says he is their one of their biggest, if not their biggest priority. He has also said that they have big plans for Green Lantern, which is a very good idea. But they're not moving forward with Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern because, duh, because nobody actually cares about seeing Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan again. Uh, it does mean that they could do what I've wanted, which is take Sterling K. Brown, hire Sterling K. Brown, make Jon Stewart Green Lantern. They can do that. He is, uh, he is, uh, or even Michael B. Jordan. Like, if Michael B. Jordan isn't to be involved, is to be involved in more DC projects outside of just supposedly working as a producer on the Calvin Ellis, you know, the the Black Superman movie, you could involve him in that process and maybe have him as John Stewart. Those are both actors that I think could take that role. I think that Michael B. Jordan, his hype is people being very excited about his physique. What? No, that's that's Jonathan Majors now in the new Creed movie. Jonathan Majors looks like a freaking boulder. The one person I keep hearing for Green Lantern, uh, John Stewart, is John Boyega. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a super. He's a super. I mostly guy too. see people asking for that casting. Yeah, like uh, that, that. That's all right. Those are those are good choices. I think all of those are good choices. I like the Sterling K. Brown one because he was pushing for it like a decade ago, like and kept talking about it, and like that was before he got cast in This Is Us. Uh, so he wasn't as big of a name then, but uh, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I think that it also worked. Amber Heard has some bad news. Oh, guys. Yeah. I forgot about that. She's That's getting good... sidelined in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Who could have predicted this? That's uh, well, you know, um, you know, guys, I'm almost think they should just like, look, 
if Will Smith gets to be in Emancipation, just lean into just it. Just lean into it. Just uh, like have I mean, her, maybe Amber Heard be, did something worse than Will Smith did, but no, um, it would be funnier if she was like they turned her character into an abusive character and they just <laughs> lean in and just make her. The I don't bad know how you can deceptively movie. edit that bad. Yeah, they, they can't. So, so yeah, they're saying that the new Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom test screening allegedly proves Amber Heard is still in the film, but Mira is sidelined for a third of it. Again, how are do these leaks coming out about these test screenings? Like, do these these people just sign contracts like no i will not talk about it and then lie they're like yeah. and then they start t- like talking about it the second they leave that's literally it though this commentator said that according to multiple anonymous sources you can't remove mara some scenes just wouldn't even work that's what i assumed was the case yeah. i don't think they could ever remove her entirely i just thought they were going to reduce her screen time I, but if anything i think like Lean into it. Give her as much screen time as possible. Poor DC. They have so many controversial actors. Well, well, Amber really. Heard's Who? controversy uh, is a lot more public than Ezra Miller's. Yeah, those two. But most but, people don't know about Ezra Miller's in, track record. In general, like uh, your, me, and you disagreeing on Ben Affleck aside, I do think that one of the biggest. Uh, things that they've failed at is they've gotten almost perfect casting for their main characters and then they've somehow managed to not do it right every single time. Do you really feel that way? I I think that Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, and um, and The Rock and uh, Jason Momoa are all big enough names that that you should have been able to make solid movies that get great box office return just on their names. Yeah, but Jason Momoa doesn't is not similar to Aquaman. No, they made him cooler. And Go- nobody wants the comic book Aquaman. I guess. I the mean, comic book nerds do, but the problem is they don't make movies for comic book nerds anymore. They make them for normies. Gal Gadot was pretty good. Henry Cavill was pretty good. Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck was fantastic. Ben Affleck was... Vera Dark agrees. This is, I mean, disregard. But like uh, Ben Affleck was a good Bruce Wayne. I think he was good at both. I think he was more Arkham. I think he was more Arkham video game as Batman. I try. I try to give him an inch. The uh, takes the whole. The um. The okay. Even if like nobody likes him, uh, the people that don't like him in those movies love that warehouse scene from Batman vs Superman when he takes out like the eighteen dudes in the warehouse. Everyone likes that scene. They're, I like when he kicks Superman's ass. Well, the, I mean those those talk about uh, you know both like both of them from that movie so you're saying he was a good bruce wayne but not good as batman when he's beating up superman he was better as bruce wayne than batman but christian bale was better as batman than he was at bruce wayne no i think he was even better as i don't know at least that's my opinion so uh also question uh, Swear to me. I lo- who doesn't love that line? Like everyone loves that line. Yeah. Uh, uh, red hair or blonde hair for Amber Heard? I like the red. I actually like. The I, red. I like the fake red hair. Uh, it's, uh, we were just talking about hair dye the, uh, earlier. earlier today, <laughs> and what it means about a woman's psychology. They're talking about how she's at the edge of the hot crazy scale. She so is too. She she's, looks like a crazy SJW woman. She she looks like like the type of woman where you're like I would t- yeah she could ruin my life. <laughs> That's all right. You know it's, it's like worth it. Uh, who's who's the um the comedian with dwarfism? Um, I always forget that guy. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Tyrion. He, he does a no. That's not the not the guy from the the comedian, not the actor. Oh. That that's Peter Dinklage. There's this comedian who's talk talking about. It. So maybe somebody in the chat knows. Not but sure. um, he does. He gives this thing where he goes, "I make everything better," and he talks about how he's like, "I got into a car accident once," and he's like, "It was my fault. I was texting and driving, and I rear-ended this dude. Totally destroyed his car. Destroyed my car. I get out of my car. He gets out of his car. He looks down at me and goes, "Worth it." Like <laughs> he goes, "I make everything better." 
Um, so, you know, if she's on the edge of the hot crazy scale. Uh, and they're talking about how that's facts. It is. It is, it is a real thing. I never understood that. But if anyone in the chat can explain it, the hot please crazy do. Scale? It's, an actual, it's an actual scale. I, I would like Brad to Williams. tell me. Brad Williams is the name it's of the like comedian the hotter, I'm talking about. The, so no, I know what the scale is. I just don't understand it. The hotter she psychologically. is. Psychologically. Like, uh, you know. Uh, the, the, the harder hot, you are, the crazier you are. The, it's in, pretty in the crazier, in the crazier she is, uh, being the hotter she is means the more like you'll give in, the more leeway you'll give her because she's hotter. So her craziness actually. Uh, I thought it was just probability of women being crazy based on their hotness. Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. So uh, you know, she's hot. She's crazy. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Let her ruin your life. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> let her ruin Aquaman. Let her ruin. Let her, like, just let her do it. Like, well, she's not going to be in it as much, so we'll see. I actually, uh, you know, I liked Aquaman. It was fine. It was like what I've also realized, and somebody mentioned this in a video I was watching the other day. None of these movies that are made now, not one of them, is made to be rewatched. Yeah, they're literally meant to be well, consumed that's what I and always, thrown away. That's how I rate movies. Is like, would I be drawn to watch this again? Did I enjoy it enough that I would want to watch it again to digest it in full? I don't think and there understand are any it of them. fully. Like that, I would never. I would never rewatch any Marvel film. This is what annoys me about modern films: is that I feel like the compliment du jour now. It's like it's okay. It's never it's right. good. It's always it's like hey And that's all they're really going yeah. for is like that you tolerate it. I like, saw it and I didn't vomit. Did you did you pay the money to see it in the theaters and does the idea of watching it yeah. is the idea of watching it on streaming enough to keep you from unsubscribing to your streaming service? Yeah, they don't really care if you walk out ten minutes after you get there. As long as yeah, as long as you did that. So all right, let's uh let's let's uh, do some super chats. I think we got a couple there. Okay. Biddy Beastly said, my point was that caricatures are okay, by me at least. I'm sure Brett could agree. Superman is the goodest boy because he just is. And Sauron is evil just because. If done right, it makes good stories. Look, I'm over morally gray movies. I am. Like, I, like I, I'm kind of like, uh. I'm, well, no, I'm saying kids, they don't, they're not good at doing it. Like most of Hollywood is clumsily tries to do morally gray now to the point where the the bad guy is always redeemed, but the good guy is never allowed to be uh, morally both. Mm -hmm. the, the good guy is just universally good and the bad guy, uh, they sometimes redeem at the end, but usually not really, really all that well. Um, I'm over it. I, I, I want the mustache twirling villain who just wants to to end the world. That's or why I love Sonic 2. The bad guy is only a bad guy because... He was victimized. Yeah. The, it has that capital to the victimhood status. They make it an excuse. That you're supposed to sympathize with. To, to why, they're, to why yeah. they're behaving that way. And I'm, I'm over that. I'm over that storytelling. I think it's lazy. And I think it's, uh, it's done from, like you said, from a, perspectivehood, uh, from a pr perspective of victimhood that is prevalent in our culture but is not really relevant in stories that are supposed to be timeless. That makes sense. BMF Nate Dog said they still do book it. My son gets them for reading. That's awesome. That's okay. so, also uh, somebody in the chat mentioned that they have those cups and they have them on Amazon and they're called tumblers. No, you they're, stole them. They're not the you. same. the The ones that I'm talking about have like the like the fake crenellated glass, but it's plastic. The ones on Amazon are just plain red, but they, it's the same color, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have the the um. The like the little div that like pattern, divides. Yeah. He doesn't have the pattern. I wish I had a set of four. <laughs> Bobcat said, "How do I send you an Amazon link to those Pizza Hut cups?" Also, remember the pizza buffet with dessert pizza and all their best pizzas. Uh, I remember Pizza Hut. I, uh, I, I remember um, Dairy Queen had uh, Treats a Pizza, which was basically like 
pizza for I remember that from sugar. like Lunchables. Yep. They had dessert pizza. It's kind of gross. Bad <laughs> app said there's a DC movie called Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <gasps> That's Brett's wet dream. Uh, Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rules. And everyone should be watching it right now after this show. Uh, I don't know if it's on. I'm assuming that it's on HBO Max. But I really, really, really like that, like that movie. It's so silly uh, and ridiculous. But it's so much fun. Okay. Now do that live action. With like. The with like oh the, yeah with like the anime with, with the costume Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles not CGI yeah that would be cool they need to do they need to do the last Ronin live action Slavki Nikki said I'm over poorly done victimized villains Brett yeah that's kind of what they did with uh, yeah. with Galadriel it's like everything that she does wrong in the series is justified by the fact that her brother was killed. It, there was a time when it made sense to make villains like, look, like we don't condone their actions, but uh, they did it for a reason. I mean, Mr. Freeze is kind of that character, right? He's a he's a bad guy, but he does it because he loved his wife uh, because of what happened to his wife. So uh, there, there's a lot of nuance to those characters. I just don't believe that we've seen much writing since the year 2016 that tells me that they're going to be able to do that writing with any type of uh, actual consistency. So. Let's move on. Let's do it. I never thought I would say this, but Margot Robbie has stirred up some controversy. It's hard to believe, huh? <laughs> she told Entertainment News that she improvised a scene in Babylon with Brad Pitt where she kissed him without consent. Where, and, uh, where were the intimacy coordinators? Where I asked you. Where were they advocating for Brad Pitt's needs here? I, I don't see them. She, she said... You know what was improvised? That wasn't in the script, but I thought, when else am I going to get the chance to kiss Brad Pitt? I'm just going to go for it. Dude, it was great. I want somebody to like, so, literally like, stop and think, like, you're, uh, who, who's a new actor these days? Well, what if uh, Austin Butler was like, when am I going to get a chance to, to kiss Margot Robbie? I just, I just yeah, took the if, chance. Yeah, if the roles were reversed, even if it were Brad Pitt, whoever, um, it would not be seen as a laughing matter. I saw a lot of people like reposting this on Twitter saying it was funny. I don't really care. I mean, I'm sure Brad Pitt didn't feel victimized by the situation. That's Very the few people the... would feel victimized by Margot Robbie forcefully kissing them. The long and the short of it is, is that <laughs> it's just not going to be seen as as big of a deal in our culture when it happens to a dude. I mean, maybe objectively, yeah. it's not as big of a deal. Exactly. You know, but there are still people slamming Margot Robbie for this because they're saying that this is assault and... <laughs> someone Pitt's else like, said oh, no. no because consent another person said uh she could wait okay what else did she say we're, we're going Sorry. down here uh, are we down are we talking about her talking yeah to like her there were a lot of tweets yeah. that basically were saying margot robbie assaulted brad pitt because this wasn't in the script and he didn't consent to it beforehand but then you know, now her statement kind of goes along with a lot of older actors who have said, like, uh, you know, I Sean don't see Bean. the need for, for intimacy coordinators. Yeah, Sean Bean is one of them. I don't see the need the for intimacy coordinators because we need spontaneity to capture the chemistry between two characters. Which you is can't, like, You can't calculate and script everything, can you? I do love the idea. Here's what I was thinking was really funny. 
somebody was explaining this. Where was the intimacy coordinator to make sure these things happened without, like, went off without a hitch? Which means they fundamentally don't understand what an intimacy coordinator is. The director should be the one making sure that everything goes off without a hitch. The intimacy coordinator is purely there. They can call it intimacy coordinator. They're HR. The funny thing about this is that she got express permission from the director to, to well, do this unbeknownst to Brad Pitt. So they both were perfectly fine with doing this. Imagine a, like a guy's like, oh, you want to make out with my uh, with my a girl's like, you want to make out with my husband? Sure. I give you permission to make out with my husband or to make out with my wife. That doesn't make any sense. That's not how consent works. You don't get third party consent. Maybe if this had been a different actor she did this with, there'd be more outcry because Brad Pitt himself has come under fire for allegedly. Yeah, they don't care because he's uh, he's allegedly abused his wife yeah, on an, an airplane. Abuser. So I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there, there's this story we've talked about before. Basically, uh, the FBI investigated a situation where Brad Pitt allegedly got into a physical altercation with his son. And Angelina Jolie was in the private jet with them while this was happening. They were going across state lines, which made it FBI jurisdiction. Oh, my God. Was he, like, smacking his kid? I mean, I don't, we don't know. We can't know. I, I don't then, like talking about that stuff a lot of times because if it's just he said, she said, like, who really knows? Yeah, there's happened. still legal proceedings going on. So, anyway, there are some people who just wouldn't have stood up for him if this story came out i do love if it the were another actor maybe they would have that even margot robbie has to like just shoot her shot like like most people it's like shoot your shot kings uh you know ask that girl out even margot robbie has to be nervous sometime uh if she's gonna do something like this i think it's funny that the director was in on it with her uh like it, that would not happen if the roles were reversed for sure uh, it's also they would funny. immediately be calling the intimacy coordinator. She, she, yeah, well, the guy could never get away with doing no. something like this. Uh, first of all, he would be called old and creepy if he was yes. to do this. It's not creepy when the young actress does it to the older guy, but if the older guy does it to the younger actress, it's creepy. And also, it's really funny that that trope in movies like that is one that will never go away. The creepy old guy. Like, I mean, maybe because it's true. Uh, but it's yeah. also, but but it's also that is one that's um, that tends to be men only like there aren't creepy old women sometimes they do that but not as much but I mean, there see, really are uh you don't see that trope as much in the movies and tv shows but like i imagine that brad pitt let's face it is he really going to say anything about it i no. think a younger actor would i think a younger i think there oh are God, young, not marco robe i think there's younger actors who would absolutely complain i do I think there's what Austin Butler, maybe not Austin Butler, but I absolutely believe that there's young male actors that would that would be offended by what she tried to do. Do you remember when? Well, the thing is, I don't think she would be attracted. Who to was the um, was it Katy Perry on The Voice or something that like gave that like yes. kissed somebody against their will and they hadn't yeah. kissed someone before? Yeah, there was a contestant on uh, I think it was either American Idol or The Voice. Yes, um, one of the two. Where. He like admitted to the judges for some reason that he hadn't kissed a girl before. Katy Perry got up out of her seat and went and kissed yeah, I him, this. and it was really awkward, awkward. to watch. It, yeah, and she didn't ask him if he wanted if, if if he wanted to. It's assumed because society assumes this of men that you will take whatever you can get at any time. I mean. What if he had never kissed a girl because he was gay? It's just like you, or don't, he was, you don't need to just like 
get up and and like forcefully touch somebody like that it's not appropriate well and it speaks to the hubris uh of celebrities in the in the hubris of what there's see i used hubris again uh of what of how <laughs> women have been um kind of raised to believe now that well not raised to believe that it's okay when they do it because men are dogs mm. Even though he said that he hadn't before, she assumes that that means it's okay. I think that what Katy Perry did was more obviously inappropriate, whereas when yeah. Margot Robbie did this, it was objectively less egregious than if the roles had been reversed. She also did it to a woman on set, too. Um, she, also, she, she also did it to Catherine Waterstone as well. I don't know if that made the cut. Maybe she's just sad to be away from her husband. Is she married? I feel like she's married. No, she's not. She's not married. Also, she, she's been pushing for, um, they're making, yes, they're, they're mentioning hubris in the chat now. Uh, she also is mentioning that she wants to push forward with the, the Poison Ivy storyline uh, with, uh, with her as uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, she is married. Who's she married to? His name is Tom Ackerley. Don't know who that is. Must be a fellow... He's uh, a film producer, yeah. former assistant director. Yeah, they probably met on a set somewhere. Um, so, so not... Maybe. They were married in 2016. Okay, so they've been married... Uh, been a while. Five to seven years, seven No years divorce now? yet. No divorce yet. You know, they're, they're probably working all the time. They're probably never together. Like, like Still, I mean, that does make this situation a little bit weirder, right? I don't know. She yeah. went, she like, went out of her out. way to add this into the script... She's when like, it wasn't there out. before. What if, what if one of those couples where like he gets it? You know what I mean? What do you mean? What? Where she's like, oh, I'm gonna steal a smooch from Brad Pitt because I think it'll fit, and he'll be like, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, she, so, like, he's, she told so her, her husband, husband is a cuck. Basically, Yikes. maybe it's entirely possible. Not uncommon in yeah. Hollywood, I bet. It says uh, somebody says, "Why in this political climate would you share that information with us?" I mean, why is it political information to you, though? Uh, <laughs> I mean. It, it, that the notion of consent in the relationship between men, men and women is a heavily politicized issue in this country. Yeah, po- it doesn't mean, mean it should be. When they say political, they mean sociopolitical. And then there were some Redditors using this situation as an example for why intimacy coordinators should be mandatory on movie sets. I love the idea that it ends up becoming the Margot Robbie rule. They don't make it. They don't name it after a guy. They name it after a girl. It's the Margot Robbie rule. We need a we need an intimacy coordinator yeah. on set so that men even won't for be movies that have scripts without sexual activity the intimacy coordinators have to be on call well also think about this we live in a society now whether they want to admit it or not that encourages women to be more sexually promiscuous and aggressive so uh down the line that level of what i would consider a sort of sexual entitlement meaning that it's okay when we do it will become a problem on set because eventually there will be men who won't just be the ones who are like okay whatever awesome like there will be this will happen eventually where you will get a male actor who maybe he is gay and hasn't come out yet and is a and is affronted by the idea that it would happen in a scene where maybe he's okay with doing it but it has to be part of something where he knows it's going to happen mm-hmm. like this could become a problem down the line just because of the way gender roles have changed in this country yeah i think that the really poorly crafted answer in feminism has been like how about women become imitations of the worst men in society well, that that'll the, work that was the that'll andrew address to the balance that was the andrew schultz bit about how women are just becoming f boys yeah it's like free the nipple yes you should like they're not even imitating the good things about men nope. they're just imitating the worst parts they're of uh they've been the male nature 
which is, by the way, also heavily like overemphasized and like exaggerated. Like, you know, your friends, how many of them actually behave that way on a regular basis? Yeah. Not many. So uh, it, it is uh, in a lot of people in the chat. Like, oh, she's a she's a woman. Also, I want. OK, we talked about equity earlier. I want equity, equity in intimacy coordinators until I see a 50 50 ratio of men to women intimacy coordinators. I don't want to hear about equity in Hollywood. I want tons of, and they got to be old and have porn mustaches. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. uh, otherwise, I don't want to hear about the, it. The line between intimacy coordinators and porn directors is increasingly blurred. Uh, well, that used to be a big thing in, in like when they, they would include a lot of like uh, adult actresses in like scenes, like strip club scenes would have to be, they would get like adult actresses yeah. to do it because they're just comfortable being naked on camera. Um, and they, you know, they can pay them. I These didn't rates. know this, but apparently it uh, differs state by state whether it's legal for strippers to mm -hmm. strip down naked or not. Yep. So it depends on the state. Um, and also, like, I think some states allow, like, uh, no nudity, yes alcohol, yes nudity, no alcohol. Weird. In California's like that. Like, there's a difference between strip Which club one? and bikini it's just bar. Like, at that point, if you have to make rules like that, maybe <laughs> it shouldn't exist. <laughs> Just a thought. That, Let's enough. read some super chats. We got a couple. Slavki Nikki said, "Batman." Uh, do you know what that stands for? Where, uh, oh, the, anim the animated series. Oh, the animated series. Mister Freeze was effing Oscar worthy. Yes, it was, and that is. Oh my gosh! Is I've any been... animated movie even able to get? It's a uh, series. It's not even considered. A movie. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure that, that I'm sure thing? that they would. It's uh, a category, but right? um, Batman the animated series. It really was. Oh my god, it's so it's so it is really funny. Like you could do social commentary. Like there is a lot of social commentary in Batman the Animated Series, and it's just done so masterfully and still so much fun that anyone I, I challenge anyone here who hasn't seen it to go watch and tell me that doesn't have great social commentary while also being just a crap ton of fun the whole time. Bryce E said, Where are they? One of the most memed scenes out of the dark night. Where are they? <laughs> hey, I I I, the, Rachel, where, where's the trigger? Uh, in in the dark, like you just know his voice is like <laughs> the whole. See, I liked I liked the voice the the altered voice of Affleck the, with the like the machine altered voice of it, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with Pattinson's you know more subtly done version either. Though I don't really like that uh, that version of it. So Johnny Derp said, Brett, fake textured glass red plastic cups at Websterant. Under 10 bucks for a set of six, you're welcome, and that is all. We have the best chat in the world, guys. I kind of want to order. They just Dude, scouted that down. Your, your Pizza Hut cups for I'm, you. I'm taking a <laughs> write picture. that down. Write that down. Uh, I'm taking a picture. Websterant. Potatoes for Seamus said, Brett, you have my consent in this era of time. Uh, I'm in my consent era. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Margot Robbie is in her no consent you, era. You should, yeah, Margot Robbie, should, they, they should definitely, you should all be in your consent. She's in her alleged assault era. You, you're, you're, like, your, your consent era should be omnipresent. It should never go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not an era. It's, not, it's, it's, a, it's a life. I'm in my consent lifetime. Matt said, Brett, now to you, wait. Now that you subscribe to Pe Peacock, can wait? Can you, you watch? The, you can watch the. You can watch. 
1985 cult classic Trancers, the only explanation for wokeness. I will, maybe I will look into that after I'm done watching Heroes. I may drop off of Heroes after like season two. I've heard it gets pretty bad in season two and three, but I am highly enjoying it. Um, Adrian Pastar is one of those actors who, it's one of these shows where all the actors are somebody that you've seen in something else and they're really, really good. And in this show, it's actually a rare example where kind of the problem with Rings of Power is that there's too many characters and it feels like the story is all over the place. This show is absolutely guilty of that, like where there's so many characters that are these quote-unquote heroes that you feel like you never get to spend enough time with any one character. But they're also fun and the story is so... Uh, comic book derivative in the best way that it's like you don't mind it like the best episode of the show is one where you get uh, Jack Coleman's character uh, and his daughter which is played by Hayden Panettiere Claire like they the whole episode is spent with them and you see what the show could have been if maybe they had just divided them up by episode like you spend the whole episode with just this character or maybe you spend this whole episode with this character and this character rather than going around through all of them but I kind of respect the attempt in 2006 to try and make a superhero show that involves flying and stuff like that on network television. It kind of feels like a precursor to the X-Men. Like it was supposed to be a precursor to the X-Men. There's also a Stan Lee cameo in like episode 18. Really? Yeah. Yep. Matt said also Mythica series, best Sorbo since Hercules. <laughs> uh, wow. I got to Sor- Sorbo. I wonder if we get Sorbo on here. I bet you we could get Kevin Sorbo on could here. He's, he's from Minnesota. We could bond over the fact that we're both from Minnesota. I like that line, though. Best Sorbo since Hercules. <laughs> like, that should be a phrase. Best. Oh, it's like, really? Great Sorbo. I think Lucy Liu ended up. Not Lucy Liu. Lucy Lawless ended up kind of like wo- super woke, but it'd be cool to get like old man Hercules and, and Xena. Also, how have they not like redone Xena? Have they redone Xena? I feel like that should have been redone. Oh, by they now. will if they haven't. Yeah. Um, also in the chat, somebody said uh, they're all related in the show. Yeah, I think that uh, what I noticed already was like Claire is the daughter of uh, Adrian Pastar's character because she's adopted by the other character. Yeah, that's crazy, but uh, I do recommend it. It's a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we've got uh, we've got Elon Musk. Elon Musk uh, was at an event with Dave Chappelle. He was at Dave Chappelle's comedy event over the weekend. Yeah, Dave Chappelle had a show in San Francisco where he invited Elon Musk on stage. CNN reported that the crowd booed Elon off stage. But that is fake news. That did not actually happen. What happened? (laughs) We're going to show you a video uh, from the event. Someone took like shaky cam footage of it, basically. So it's not copyrighted and we can show you. All right. Let's uh, this one here. Yeah. You got this one? I'm dying on Earth. Come on. (laughs) His whole business model is fuck Earth. I'm leaving anyway. (laughs) Do all you want. Take me with you. I'm going to Okay, so at the beginning, when Elon Musk first came on stage, Dave Chappelle said, make some noise for the richest man in the world. I, th- I would say about half of the crowd was booing. To be fair, saying make some noise doesn't mean positive or negative so they were allowed to express their opinion it's very non-specific but i'm just surprised that a Chappelle audience wouldn't be cool with elon musk it feels right? like that's like right in the normie shouldn't they overlap 
There should I, I don't be know why overlap. so many people there disliked him. Probably just because they're from San Francisco. Oh, is that where they were? Yeah. Yeah, they said, um, well, yeah it's, it's probably all relatives of the Twitter people that got fired. <laughs> Well, why are they on a Chappelle show? Well, then? I said I said relatives, not the not the actual people. So, the actual people have been fired. They can't afford <laughs> Chappelle it. Chappelle joked that all of the people booing were booing from the nosebleeds. <laughs> like they got all the worst. All seats, the people so close were like, "Yeah, we love you, Elon." Space <laughs> yeah. Daddy. Space Daddy. Uh, he also said, "Don't say nothing." You hear that sound, Elon? That's the sound of pending civil unrest. <laughs> and he also said, "Booing is not the best thing you can do." I wish everybody in this auditorium the joy of feeling free, and may your pursuit of happiness set you free. Amen. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, know. kind of bizarre. I do like that Elon I, I is like getting <laughs> out and not just spending Saturday night at his Twitter headquarters. Get some, get some sun. Well, and some people Touch were grass. commenting on this, saying like. Is he not doing his job? Why is he out on a Sunday night doing this? I love for how clout, these, I love know? how these people just don't human very well. Like they just don't know how to be human beings. Like well, they that's don't, why they don't think that Chappelle is funny because they're not real human beings. They're not. So they don't have senses of humor. I mean, Chappelle is kind of in his performance artist era. <laughs> He's in his performance artist era. Elon Musk claimed that the crowd was 90% cheers, 10% boos, except during quiet periods. But still, that's a lot of boos, which is a first for me in real life and frequent on Twitter. And now people are claiming that Elon Musk has suppressed the video of this appearance on Twitter and I deleted the these posts and suspended accounts that posted it. I doubt that that's true because he was already teasing a mass suspension of bot accounts this that would happen like a, yesterday and today. This seems like a Jesse Smollett claim. I it's love like, the idea that he just has a button. Like anytime something negative gets said about him, he just hits a big red button and it just yeah, disappears. The, the TOS just become like, don't be mean to Elon. Uh, be nice to Elon but, or else. <laughs> Also, I love that um, this Dave Chappelle joked that in exchange for bringing him on stage, Dave Chappelle gets to be at like the first comedy club on Mars. That's, hey, man. <laughs> It'll be named after him. Get your get your billing. Uh, get your top billing when you're on Mars. Uh, also, th there's a part at the end here that uh, I, I want to talk about where they say Musk also repeated a trope of the QAnon conspiracy theory movement by falsely suggesting that Twitter's former trust and safety executive, Yul Roth, who, his doctoral dissertation made him an advocate for child sexualization, um, which actually is true from what I understand and not a uh, QAnon conspiracy theory, but you know, CNN going to be CNN. Uh, we had the, the thing from Contra that was talking about it earlier where they uh, basically talks about uh, that he advocated in his dissertation that uh, minors should have access to Grindr. My yikes. God. Um, big yikes, I mean, guys. they already do and they already use it. Uh, that, yeah, Take but, from that information what you but will. But advocating for it seems like um, a bit of a weird thing to do. I'm just saying. Um, and also, he's also at war. Uh, he's not at war, but Mark Ruffalo is at war with Elon Musk's version of Twitter because it's Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. And he's an insufferable douche canoe uh, who just doesn't know how to. He's another one. He doesn't really know how to human very well. Everything he does sounds like some type of social justice, like spew, like he's spewing social yeah. justice. To the he's masses. becoming a verb. He is. is what he's doing. He you should go on the view Googling? and tap dance for all the ladies at the view. Stop ruffling. Uh, ruffalo some feathers. So he says, as Twitter grows more unpredictable and harmful to marginalized groups, Aww. I'm exploring some other avenues for us to connect. I'm excited to continue and, fo to and foster and be our great community.
continue, says, continue to foster and be in our great community. If you'd like to come along for the ride, here's where you uh, where to find me. It reminds me of like all the conservatives when Parler was a uh, thing. Doesn't he, it feel like he's just joined Tumblr? I love yes. And now no. shills for it's his coming, email list. It's coming. Yeah, he's they're turning. Let's check into, out the Tumblr. They're huh? turning into the conservatives of like uh, of 2018 when everyone start when all the ban hammers. His bio: husband, father, actor, Wait. director, and climate justice renewable energy advocate oh, wow. with an eye out for love and hope and the first thing i see is a picture of him in the bathtub just the best guy in the world isn't he? okay at least this photo of him with the mask is from 2012 Ugh. um like they I, I love it they they wear the mask with such pride i can't wait for noah centineo to come replace mark ruffalo for good Dude, the u.s is the only place in the world that's still putting out with us like in mass events they're like yeah we're still gonna wear it, Love his Marvel-themed yeah. COVID mask. He says, I'll also be here uh, focused on social and political action related to democracy, climate change, <laughs> reproductive justice. What the frick is reproductive? It doesn't mean anything, Brad. LGBTQ plus rights that. and indigenous communities and we'll be exploring other platforms as well. Thank you for coming along for the ride. Uh, him and Elton John both abandoned the platform. Elton John because uh, he doesn't like he doesn't want to see how misinformation is being used to divide our world. I love how their idea of misinformation is literally just anyone that we can't censor. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the argument these ladies on the View had about whether they should stay on Twitter. Whoopi Goldberg was saying you do, you need to just leave the platform because you can't control it. Nice. You, when you realize that you can't control it. Then you have to go somewhere else. Well, tw- like, Tumblr, apparently. Back to Tumblr. I, Tumblr. I guess Tumblr is now what they're going to ruin. That's so funny. I thought that's... that they were going to leave Tumblr for good, and that's why I use Tumblr. It's all nice and quiet and peaceful. No one's talking, arguing, well, I thought posting they... their woke takes. Mark well, no, they, they, uh, the creeps abandoned Tumblr because of the crackdown on porn. Yeah, that was relatively recent, though. And then... Awkwardly close to Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter, Tumblr changed their TOS again and allowed porn. So it's kind of I like that a weird strategic move. I like the idea of Elon Musk just he grows to hate Mark Ruffalo and goes and buys any platform that he uses. <laughs> he just goes over to Tumblr. I think Tumblr, when Tumblr ended up selling, it sold for like four million dollars. Like he just he's got that yeah. in his he's got that in his couch cushions. He just yeah. pulls out four million dollars. Like he's gotten birthday anywhere cards. you run, I will <laughs> buy it. <laughs> he's like, uh, what was the the meme? It says like it's it's like Elon Musk is like next time buying Snapchat hey, and getting whatever rid of all happened the to Kanye buying Parlor. I think that that fell through. That fell through. I, I, I mean, through. I saw that coming, but um, still. So uh, you know, maybe we can maybe maybe. Space Daddy can follow Mark Ruffalo all the way over to Tumblr and be like, "Nah, you're not safe from me." He should buy Tumblr. He should. He should buy. He just buys all of the social media platforms except for Facebook and Instagram. Lord knows Tumblr has a lot of child exploitation going on there. He so. could. He could clear that up too because that was so. the, the big reason that they were discussing um, Yol Roth was because they were discussing how he wasn't doing anything about child yeah. exploitation on Twitter. And also, we talked about how they're like, "How can he fix child exploitation on he Twitter?" Fired he fired the fired. whole team responsible for child safety because they're not doing their job yeah uh so uh, a team of like 40 people doing nothing is obviously inferior to a team of like three people 
who are actually making a difference. Uh, it's just, it boggles my mind. It really is, and I do believe that this, this assessment is true, that he is the new Trump, that Elon Musk is the new Trump. He will be, that he won't inspire the same level of vitriol that I think Trump did, but I think that anybody who, is, who doesn't fall in line and has any type of troll tendencies, meaning that they stick up for themselves and they push back, is liable to be kind of painted with the same brush. And that seems to be where they're going with him. Uh, they realize they can't do that to like a Ron DeSantis because he's too stoic, not stoic, but you know, he's too even keel to fall for that and to, to become like a, the troll that Trump was. So I think that that's where, uh, that's where Elon will end up being. He's a, they, they will continue to fight for democracy, uh, against the evil billionaire who, uh, who opened up speech in the platform. If you really go back, he's the new Voldemort for them. He who must not be, uh, named. Yep. So yeah, all of the comments on that Dave Chappelle, video were just tearing apart Elon and claiming without evidence that he is suspending accounts that are posting that video. Yeah. I haven't seen any screenshots evidence that that's true. I think it's just that they're doing a crackdown on bot accounts right now. It says ban, uh, ban Musk banned the Twitter account that posted this video so much for free speech. Comedy is legal now. BS. Uh, is that true? I wonder if that's... Uh... They're also criticizing Dave Chappelle because they're saying that he was telling the, the crowd to shut up, but it's like, it's also his show, which is a private forum, which you're not entitled to say or do whatever you want at it. Also, let's... I, I want to be clear. Like, whether it's a celebrity that agrees with most of what you believe or it's one of these celebrities that doesn't agree with anything you believe, none of them are for you or are your friend, or in any way understand your life, your plight, or what you've experienced. Just because you agree on some things doesn't mean these people under... It's why I always laugh when they get something right in a movie. And like they, they tell one good movie, right? They, they, do the, they do Joker. Joker works. You're like, oh, they get it finally. They don't get it. None of these people get it. They, they slipped on a banana peel. Did a backflip. And, and did a backflip and landed. They threw darts blindfolded yeah. for 10 minutes and got one bullseye. Is not the same thing as being uh, suddenly aware of what the public actually wants. Yeah. They're still... Do you think, by the way, that the incel fear-mongering is going to come back no. for Joker 2? No, I think 2024 it's officially... feels like it's not even a real thing. thing. Like, I don't see what life is going to be like then it hasn't started yet like calendars just don't go that far so like it skips 2024 and goes right to 2025 which is like that's why i'm like why why should i even spend any mental energy thinking about folia do uh it does feel like 2020 like it comes like they should release it like election day (laughs) perfect Just lean into it, ladies and gentlemen. It does feel like a lot of stuff is going to happen before then, right? Like bad stuff will end up happening. Yeah, 2023 is going to be the year. But uh, I don't know if... um, Please don't. uh, But I I don't think that for for this case, 2024 is something we need to worry about because we got to get through 2023 first. Let's let's take it one One step at a time. One month, one week at a time. Also... uh, I don't know if they can strike gold. They'll probably do a strong box office on Joker 2. I don't think it will make a billion dollars like the first one unless it's really, really, really good. Like if it's even average, I don't think it makes a billion dollars. Yeah, um, I think it's just too much of a gap in between. It was too much where, of a fluke. 
Yeah. It, it was never meant to be what it became. And the media is a big part of that. If the media is on their side again this time, it automatically loses some of its steam because of how much of the reason the movie made them. My dad went and saw Joker. Like my dad, my, as far as I know, my dad doesn't go to movies. So uh, if, if like you bring the mainstream culture in like that, it's because the media literally while trying to work against you worked in your favor. This time it's going to be like Margo or they're going to be like, ooh, Lady Gaga, feminism, equality, great stories about woman. And nobody's going to care. Fan fiction, fan art. Yeah, and nobody's going to care. So Yeah, fan cams. Joker 2 electric boogaloo. Of Lady we can Gaga. Only, we can... So, all right, guys. So, yes, Space Daddy will be the most hated person in the world for a long yeah. time, I think. We've got an interesting story to close out the show today. Ah, yes. I forgot about this one. Britney Spears posted on Instagram after many deletions of your, her account. She, I'm not going to read this entire caption that she posted it's kind of amazing, because it's though. kind of schizo ramblings. Um, no offense to her, but it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. She said that she cries in her car a lot, and one time when she did this, she drove out to Jack in the Box. She saw it on the side of the road, and she so just she never really wanted food. a burger. And uh, here's what she said. I saw Jack in the Box. I've never ate there a day in my effing life. I was like, holy S. And when I saw that big sign of the pictures of food, normally hate looking at food, but it's timing. Holy hog heavens, I got a cookies and cream milkshake with a double cheeseburger. Well, I had been crying in the car, but nobody could tell, only me. My face still looked normal. I was fine, but then there he was. <laughs> this big man at the effing window. He gave me pity. It's going to be okay. What the F did he just say? He doesn't know me, and I sure as hell didn't know his ass. So why did he say that? It's all going to be okay? I was offended. F you, stupid man <laughs> at Jack in the Box. You don't know me. You're not my blood. So go F yourself. So she just put this fast food worker completely on blast Dude, on I social no media. Reason. And imagine it. being that guy, <laughs> recognizing that you had just interacted with Britney Spears. You can't wait to tell your friends about it later that day. Then you're scrolling through Instagram. Instagram and you just what see this and Britney Spears is fat shaming you and telling you to go F yourself all like, for he's gonna you're gonna be okay she's like no I'm not I'm not gonna be. I was, it's got so Yikes. it has such 2005 before cell phones and the and like widespread internet access vibes like it just feels like something you bitch about to your friends afterwards not something you actually post on the internet yeah, and a lot of people were replying to this saying, like, it's okay that she's doing this. She's working through her trauma and her PTSD. She's allowed to vent, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I feel like it's not okay when you're trashing people in the process of, you know, dealing with your emotions after going through something hard. Like, I understand. She she has basically been enslaved for decades, I mean, like that's is, a, a hugely traumatic thing to experience, but that's no reason to go on your Instagram as someone with millions of people watching you. I and mean, also someone who's like, of course, a lot more materially well off than the person you're going off on. Yeah, like you're you're funny against a guy in a jacket in a box. Not exactly like I mean, top G. Right. Like that, that, that explains why you're doing it, but it doesn't come up with an excuse. Maybe the idea here is that she doesn't feel like a celebrity or like she's rich. She's just like, she, she sees both of them on equal playing fields. Maybe it's a sign of pure... Uh, 
uh, of a lack of like what would that like be? she forgot like, that people recognize her. Yeah, or, or, or like it's like it's like she doesn't feel like a celebrity. She doesn't feel rich or famous. So I'm 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 steel manning her argument here somehow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe she's like she doesn't feel like she's any better than this guy. So why should he? Take pity on her. Classic. Like that. That's a very contra- contrarian. I'm here to I'm here to be the the contrarian of the argument. I don't know. I just think there are a lot of people happy to excuse bad behavior of celebrities and say that it's mental health, but in reality, like there are consequences for ordinary people yeah. when they lash out, Absolutely. and not for celebrities. And uh, yeah, this her her mental health problems can explain it away, but they don't mean that it's like acceptable behavior like that's not okay <laughs> it's also like this takes a completely different turn if it's because he screwed up her food order <laughs> he no th- she would have mentioned that yeah, I know. you know like they, they didn't do anything wrong all he said was like you know perk up like you're it's gonna be okay whatever like because she was obviously in great distress how dare he try to be nice? I, I, I'm sure maybe he didn't even recognize her because she she didn't look like she normally looks. Actually, it's also really funny the idea that he's just like he's just how old is he? Is he even old enough? He just doesn't he doesn't know what she looks like without yeah, makeup maybe on. Yeah, he doesn't. Only knows her from like one music video that his mom listened to, so he doesn't actually really Damn. care much who Britney's, which is even funnier. Like maybe he's not mad that she said cheer up. He's mad that he he said cheer. He didn't say cheer up, Britney. Or it's going to be okay. I'm glad glad you got out of your conservatorship i mean maybe it would have upset her more to be recognized i have no idea what's going on in her mind she's obviously <laughs> she also says you rocker. don't know me he maybe he does i mean it's completely that's something might, that somebody uh-huh. that's not famous says that's not really something that not a, that a famous person can say with complete well, i'm hoping that he he finds this caption and responds I just like know i want to see she she says she got a cookies and cream milkshake and a in a double cheeseburger. Do you there remember? Do you remember Target Tory? Yes. Target. What if this turns into a Target, Target Tory? Tory? Okay, so uh, I remember the, um, the guy tried to buy a toothbrush. Alex from Target. The the guy tried to buy oh. a toothbrush for three cents because Wait. it was like the box, like the and the, the cashier's just like, ugh. Uh, and, and he took a picture of her and shamed her on his Twitter. Uh, or something, and then like I do the quartering, and somebody raised like several like thousands, like like tens of thousands of dollars for this woman, and she got like a vacation out of it and nice. got to use the money. Like they, they need to make this like Jack Jack in the Box. Maybe his name's Jack. And this Let's get him on the show. Yeah, <laughs> like and like he can turn this into his payday opportunity, where this dude did not deserve to deal with this uh, with poor Britney's crap, um, and he should get a, a GoFundMe started for him. Do you guys remember Alex from Target? No. What, what one was that? It was this other Target employee that like someone took a sneaky picture of just because they thought that he was cute or something. And then they posted it on, on Twitter. I don't remember And that. it blew up. And then he tried to like get an influencer career off of it. Poor guy. Oh, did it work? Uh, not really. He's one know. of the Wendy's menu guy. Wait. No, but he became Denny's. a YouTuber. I'm sure he's washed up now. The other thing is, like, somebody, somebody uh, in the chat, uh, Saranko Production says, uh, what if he just thought she looked sad? Like, imagine actually being empathetic and caring about people. And, like... Couldn't be me. Like, right, like, I don't understand a job why that would make her so angry. At a job where you're ostensibly treated like crap a lot, Seriously. I'm sure. And the dude still has all the empathy in the world for somebody who just looks sad. And she's just mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's... 
this is not the move. Like, this I, I want him to like, come out and you. respond to the situation. We need that. Like, we need okay, to know how he needs he to go to TMZ. He was probably like, "You want napkins with that?" <laughs> you know, like. Anyway. And she's like, "Go f yourself." <laughs> I want to know what his uh, YouTube, cr- the you, you, uh, what was it? Alex from Target, Target Alex. Yeah, what Alex does he talk from about, Target. What does he talk? What if he Alex from in- Target and and Target Tory need to do a, a reality show? A reality show. Uh, I th- when you work minimum wage, like you hear wild stuff yeah, all the time. I so I, I don't think this is probably the craziest thing he's ever heard. It's funny because I actually like I posted a thing the other night where it's like I, I bought my first red shirt. I used to work at Target from like 2006 to 2012, and I bought my first red shirt since then because you basically have PTSD. You never wear red again. And I bought my <laughs> first red shirt and my first pair of khakis. You just never, ever, ever wear them together at the same time. Well, yeah. You don't want to look like... They've kind of ruined that look anyway. Also, also, if I'm in the store and I'm walking through the aisles and I hear the, the call on the, on the intercom to, for backup cashiers, my brain turns into Zoolander and I start walking to the front because it's, like, <laughs> it's like in your limbic system. Like you hear that, they're like, backup cashiers to the front lane. You're like, and you start walking. <laughs> you have to catch yourself and remember you, you don't You start work. robotically following and, orders. And you remember that you don't work there anymore. Brett's just in the middle of a Target having PTSD flashbacks. Basically, basically. Dude, my first <laughs> day at the job at Macy's was Black Friday. That's horrible. Why would you Imagine. start on Black Friday? I don't know. It was a bad idea. <laughs> that is an absolutely terrible idea. Two people were horrible just it's like what they do is like it's like a test like if you can make it through this is your first day you'll be fine the the worst part was that there was this one shirt that everyone wanted for some reason unbeknownst to me and i've had like 20 people ask me like do you have it this size and i'd be like no and they'd be like well go check and i'm like you're like the 30th guy that's yeah. asked and none of them would believe me they would all be like this guy doesn't want to do his job and just like point and shame me and i'd be like wow that's yeah. So that's how I feel like this guy. Have you noticed like, that baby boomers are like the most rude? To they're the worst. They're the employees. worst generation it's the ever. Tr- it's the trope <laughs> of like, um, say it. there is nothing funnier than like the, <laughs> the, the religious woman at like at church on Sunday, then goes to Sunday brunch and is just awful to the, to the server. Yeah. I think um, it's just like old people in general just don't have manners towards. I'm careful with all the any store or restaurant. I'm careful with all the ists and isms, but I am ageist. <laughs> openly. I openly. Can we get banned for that? I don't. <laughs> it'd be funny. Also, like. <laughs> That'd be the funniest reason the, to get banned. Seriously. The, uh, the, like, it is old the people boomers should retire. fault oh. for, like, it's like, it, it is kind of funny that the boomers are still like, well, I bought my first house for this much money. And it's like, they, it's like they've completely ignored the fact that they, the world, like, that they grew up in doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, have you looked at house prices recently? Like. No, but he walked half an hour, so, you know. Maybe if you didn't buy so much avocado toast and lattes. He got mild cardio and that's You'd be able to afford that house, Brett. (laughs) A stumbling drunk says Brett needs to shave until he can grow an actual beard. That's nay. That's not how it works. Nay. Nay. I will not. That's the old every, wives' tale, though. Every time I, every time I shave, I regret it. So I apologize. I, I, I it's same. Gonna, it's got to stay. Okay. So. Johnny Derp said, "You think the chat is your ally, yeah. but you merely adopted the chat. I was born in it, molded <laughs> by it. I didn't have a conversation until I was already a man, and by then it was nothing to me but gibberish." <laughs> 
Waffle Sensei said reproductive justice means yes. babies can get the death penalty. I, I know what it means. I, I said it kind of shouting to the to the heavens. What does that, that mean? It's the it's the abuse of language. It is how they've managed to turn pro life is somehow bad. Like like that's now like a bad term. They never say pro life either. They say uh what do they say? Anti-choice. Instead? Anti, uh, or uh, anti-abortion activist. They don't say pro-life. Uh, just like they don't say, like they say pro-choice, which is not the same thing as saying, you know, pro-baby death penalty, which is what it essentially is. Jessica James said America 70, 1776 through 2023, RIP. Yeah. Well, I hope not. What do you, okay, I hope that's uh, not true. What do you guys think is going to happen in 2023? What are your predictions? I think for... the movies are going to be fun. We are, yes, there's so much, there's going to be so much fun. Bread and movies. circuses, bread and circuses. Yeah. We're basically, it's like let them eat cake. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to eat nah. cake the whole year. Things going to be Can't horrible. Can't wait. We're in our let them eat cake era. <laughs> I'm in cool. my let the, I'm in my let me eat cake era. It's We're just, in our our Western decadence era. I genuinely admire people that are not plugged in at all to world events. Well, I I I miss like I it's How? why I How love normie. It? It's why I love normie content. It's why I follow the a lot of the Instagrams that I follow Instagrammers that I follow because it's so deliciously not political and do, they don't care about anything like that. And even if they like, even if they get into like. A little bit of it. I don't. I don't like that. Like I want the normies. There's a market for that. Like you should. Like people can see that as like a, a market to fill. Right. I'm here to not talk about the stuff that makes you angry, and that's a good thing. BMF Nate Dog. I don't want to read that because I think I know what you're referring to, and it's mean. Uh yes. Uh, we. <laughs> yeah, you know they're. Uh, so I heard that's the leading cause of death there now. Yikes, if true. Big, oh. yikes. Big yikes, as the kids would say. All right, guys, uh, before we go, I do want to remind everyone, if you could please like the video, leave comments on this video and all the videos that we post here, subscribe to the channel. It helps us out a great deal. I have finally started saying it more. I'm, I'm very proud of myself for remembering. I should be doing it at the beginning of the show, but please like, share, comment, subscribe. It helps us. It helps us a lot. Now, Dane, please let everyone know where they can find you. Hello, everyone. You can find me at Dane Font on Twitter, which I shall spell D-A-N-E-F-O-N-T. Perfect. Just so everyone's clear on that. Yes. Seriously. Mary. Big controversy. Big, big controversy. Mary, where can we find you? You can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived, and you can read my inane thoughts on Twitter, which is also Mary Archived. And I think we're planning on doing our next meme review on next week monday yes so get in all of your memes and clips before then and we'll react to them yes we are are we gonna including you gross john we want to see that all super the cut. all the super cuts and yeah. all the amazing video editing are we going to be curating like uh the, yes. to pick the best yes. of the yes we're gonna pick the best not everyone is gonna make the cut all right so that, you gotta create some competition all right. All right, guys, if you want to if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasvik for the show. I just there's somebody in the chat says, does PCC have a, a Twitter? Yes, we do, uh, which I will say <laughs> now. Uh, but uh, for the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific for like three days in a row. I kept saying almost 8 p.m. I have no idea why. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, noon Pacific. We are also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora and Spotify. If you'd like to listen to the show, you know, you're out driving around, you can't watch. Uh, 
uh, you know, go ahead and listen to it on one of those platforms. We are also on social media. We are on Twitter at pop culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis, and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Later.